Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on 90 Day Fiance, Crazy in Love, the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. I have a feeling she's peed in her fair share of solo cups, the one and only Teresa. <gasps> Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? <sighs> and no, I have not. All right. Well, glad we cleared that up. I thought maybe there'd be more of a discussion, but I'm I mean, happy to hear. When you go to the doctor, you got to pee in a tiny cup. That's true. That's but true. <laughs> I, I've never peed in the beer cup. Like no. The secret beer cup that everyone knows that you have a beer in. I think I've done a bottle. I think I've done a bottle. Jeez, I where? Know. I don't know. When? Um, in How? A car. In a car, driving to a concert. We were stuck in traffic. And of course, like Jovi, you got to bring a road soda. You got to bring a beer. And so after... One or two of those, you got to go to the bathroom. I look. feel like I just learned a little too much about you. That I can't hold it? That I have a weak bladder? What did you learn? Just like open the door. In traffic? Yeah. I think I just learned something about you. <laughs> What's worse? I'm in the privacy of a vehicle, relieving myself into a bottle. It's very, it's it's fine. Or you can just like take your penis out and just like Whoa. pee outside the door. Whoa. No, I can't. I think that's illegal. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Okay. Anyway. That's what you think. That's, yeah. I don't want to find out. I don't want to find out. Anyways, All right. Anyways. <laughs> guys. Uh, that was an interesting start. Let's get into it. What if you're planned? What? No, it's never planned. And you, we always reveal too much about us because it is not planned. If we thought about it beforehand, we probably. Oh, I know. I'm just. Say, I'm Let's just, not talk about receptacles telling, we've urinated. I'm just telling everyone so they understand that, that we don't plan to talk about peeing. No. When we kicked this in. I did. Off. I did plan to talk it about off. it later. I didn't plan to talk about it within the first minute of the show. Well, isn't that the best? You never know what's going to happen. I'm planned. 90 Day Fiance Crazy in Love. And you never know what's going to happen on our social media. So Very true. If you're looking for an account to follow on social media, if you're sitting around going, hey, I'm tired of looking through all my friends' photos. I need something new. I need something fresh. I suggest ours. I suggest you follow yeah, us. Yeah, follow us, guys, on Instagram, at Facebook. 90 Day, at 90 Day Crazy in Love mm-hmm. on Instagram. Just search 90 Day Crazy in Love on Facebook. You'll find us. Yeah, look at our posts. We have OG memes. And if you travel back in time like Big Mike and his Bluetooth, look us up on MySpace. We got a MySpace <laughs> page that we're working on. Do we? 
Yeah, you're my top friend. No, we don't have. I don't even think MySpace is around anymore. I've never had MySpace. Oh, I did. Well, it wasn't popular in Czech. Oh, that's that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it was popular. Two thousand. We had this before Facebook. We had this website which was almost like a Facebook slash like. No, it wasn't dating. It's called Libimseti. That CZ, which means like. <laughs> Do you like me? That's easy. Is it hot or not? Because we had hot or not here, where mm. there would be a photo and then just two options, hot no, or not. No, It wasn't that. No, but you uploaded your pictures and you friended people by what was interesting about this. You could write a comment about if people you were friends with. So with mm. my best friend, I was like, best friends forever. And with people, I guess sometimes you get mad at people, you know, you're like 14 and you'd be like, oh, we used to be friends, but not anymore. Or like, oh, and you could write it down shots and, fired. and people could see it. Shots fired on that website. I can't pronounce. So what was the main difference between that and the Facebook? Nothing really. You could like chat through the website. Okay. You could it's like not meet around new people. anymore? I think it exists, but I don't think anyone goes on it. I don't think it was taken down, but. It's on the dark web. I don't think anyone goes, but. Yeah, you could like meet people and if you had a boyfriend when you were like in middle school, you posted a picture with the boyfriend and huh. you know, you'd write you'd write a comment and you then you then you break up or you broke up and then you let everyone know. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of heartache. You know? Sounds yeah, very unnecessary. Anyway. It's very middle schoolish. Yeah. If if you're just looking for a good time and not all that heartache and heartbreak, just follow us on Instagram at ninety True. day crazy in love. It's so much easier. You could smash the like button, but that's about it. You could write us a comment, shoot us a message. Mm -hmm. That's about it. We'll respond. We'll say hello. Very true. And also, while you're smashing things, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Smash that subscribe button. Smash it like it's hot. Smash it like it's hot. Mm. I just made a weird noise. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they covered each other up and it sounded normal. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. I was going to say. That was me putting the brakes on my voice. How tires screech. That was my voice being like, <laughs> it was very strange. Well, I was just going to say, I used to be on this chat too. Like we had oh, we're this still like, talking about this? Like <laughs> chat and you had a nickname, but you all, I I still think everyone was like my, my age. And I knew some people mm-hmm. like in person yeah. and you could like chat with everyone, like private. And then we had ICQ. I was, well, I had ICQ as well, but I was recently thinking about AOL chat rooms. I don't know who, oh, we were watching Married at First Sight mm. and I forget which couple it was, but there were, it might've been Claire and Ryan, I think it was a couple. Oh, was and, it, was it, wasn't it the old, the old retro dude? I don't think so. But one of the couples said, oh, what was your AOL screen name? Oh, okay. I think it was Ryan. And it brought me right back. I started thinking about AOL and chat rooms. And yeah, I would chat with people. I would be four, uh-huh. I'd be 14 years old right. chatting with people. Same. And I just assumed they were also 14. Ex- that's my point. Now I'm thinking now about I'm it. I'm smart like smart enough to realize it was a 45 year old guy. Damn. If we ever have kids that we can unlock them into this little bubble. Yeah. <laughs> and that's going to be it. I know. It's crazy to think about what we did. Crazy. So crazy. Anyway, oh. last but not least, if you haven't yet, we would be forever grateful if you could take two seconds and leave us a review. What are you liking? What are you loving? Let us know if you've ever urinated in a solo cup. We're here to listen. <laughs> tell us. Tell us. We are here for you. 
We would love it if you could leave a review. Oh, totally, that's, totally. That's, I thought you were going to say something. I didn't want to have to put on oh, the was, vocal breaks again. Oh, I was waiting for you, and I, oh. I kind of like started picturing you peeing in a cup. So. Yikes, don't do that. I just did. Um, were you waiting for me to read a review? Because I have one. Yes. I have a nice review, speaking of reviews. Got a nice one from Jerome Shaw that I would like to read. So All right. Jerome says, great hosts, which is mm. a good start. Love hearing that. Super entertaining from the start. Oh, All right. thank you. Kept me engaged and wanting to learn more about our journey. Love the way your accents and personalities mesh show, show well. That's really hard to say. Mesh so well. Mesh I, so well. Mesh. I, even, even you I, can say even it. Even I can say it. Ugh, amateur. You're his, such an amateur. <laughs> his, his, his final line was, I need to step my relationship game up, which is like the oh. biggest compliment. He's inspired by our relationship. That he's like, I got to step. That's I got to buy awesome. a couple of microphones and step this relationship <laughs> up. That's great. That's such a nice review. Thank you, Jerome. Thank you, Jerome Shaw. Very nice review. And we, we appreciate all, all reviews. All, I was going to say, we love, Thank you. we love all the reviews. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for thinking about us and sending us those positive vibes. Yes. Positive vibes always welcome over here. So thank you. <laughs> you, you sound so basic. Got real vibey. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> all right. All right. Enough vibes. You want to do a little 90 day by the way? Yes. Okay. Let's right. do it. Let's do it. Okay. Let's see how many of these you know. So following in the footsteps of Pow, we all know Pow. Mm-hmm. Following in the footsteps of Ariella. Ariella and Baby. Okay. Right. Jesse of Darcy and Jesse. He's uh-huh. the latest 90 dayer to star in a music video. Interesting. Okay. Here's the thing, though. Unlike those other two, this song and video, actually pretty good. Actually really good. Who's the artist? Okay. So first I want to shout out Soap Dirt. That's where I first saw this story. So mm-hmm. shout out to them. The song is called Home. It's from a Dutch dance band, mm-hmm. Electoral Presidents, which I dig as a name. I don't know if it's like electoral, but it's Electoral Presidents. Okay. I think they're a new band. They only have like 300 followers on Instagram, a couple thousand views on this video, but it's good. The, oh. the music is good. The video is good. The only thing I can kind of say negatively the only thing i can bash him on the jesse starting in it that's a good point <laughs> well it is the video it's basically a direct ripoff of Coldplay. so it's mm. a mix between yellow if you're familiar with that video i think so chris martin's just walking along the beach by himself so it's a mix of that and the scientist which mm. is the video where everything's playing backwards so in this video, we have Jesse walking alone on a beach backwards. backwards. Yeah. Uh, okay. Just slugging a bottle of scotch. And then he ends up at a house. I think it's his house. I think it's his home, judging by the name. And he finds this girl there. But the girl's a ghost. He goes to hug her. He kind of falls through her. I think it's mm. a figment of imagination. I don't know. But then he wakes up at the end and realizes it's all a dream. Okay. Which is a pretty common little plot twist. So not I so mean, great. What else do you want to think about? Am I right? Well, so the thing is, I am under the impression home is a nod to quarantine. It's a nod to Mm. us all being stuck at home, yearning for that connection between two people. He's going to hug this woman. He can't. She's not really there. I think that's what it's about. You just went so deep. Maybe I'm giving giving electoral presidents too much credit, but 
Sounds I, good. I'll check it out. Check it out. It's a good song. I'll play it for you. I I did enjoy it. Um, I thought it was good. I wish somewhere in the video he was just like, look, a goat. <laughs> His classic line. He didn't. That look a goat as Darcy's professing her love to him is, oh. is one of my favorite quotes along with makeup is not for everyone. <laughs> Remember when he was like, yes. makeup is not for everyone. <laughs> yes. Oh, and he, he was like, we can be together. But you you will never drink again. Yeah. You have meanwhile. to promise me you will never drink again. <laughs> Me- <laughs> meanwhile, in this video, he's slugging whiskey. I'm sure it was just for the video. Yeah, but still, just yeah. like a little, you little bit of black again. tea. You can never drink again. <laughs> I'm not ready to be a fada. He's like, I don't want to be a fada. <laughs> he's got some good quotes. I kind of we're seeing a lot of old characters come back. That's true. Thanks to like the single life mm-hmm. and diaries. I want. I wonder more, if he's gonna be I on know. single life. I kind of want more Jesse. Well, now he's a music video star. So what is you know what's he gonna well, do on? We'll see. We'll see. On the single life. Anyway, by the way, number two. Okay. You gotta do two, right? Yeah. How we do it on this show. Bring it on. Number two. So you know how we always joke that this season, Mike and Natalie are always in the kitchen. Yeah. Well, Natalie has a cooking show on YouTube now. What? You you Wait. may have seen yeah you may have seen some photos so some screenshots. I have seen photos on her Instagram. Yeah. Where she does not look like herself. Okay, so that's part of this. Okay. Is that we all thought that was Facetune gone wrong mm-hmm. when we see these portraits of yeah, her? Yeah, very no, wrong. That's how she looks in the video. So. So video editing gone wrong? No, I think that's makeup gone wrong. Makeup's not for everyone, Teresa. Well, okay, I get that. And, you know, I myself can sometimes go a little too far with my eye she makeup. She went off the deep end. But all the pictures, they don't look like her. But that's how she looks in the video. So what? that's why it's surprising is it's not faced What kitchen is it? Okay. You're really, you're reading my mind because this this is where I went with this. So... She's put out a couple of videos the past week or so. Um, the first one, she cooked salmon. The second one, she made sushi. The third one, pasta with shrimp. But yes, the kitchen she's in, definitely not Mike's kitchen. Definitely not. Not her mom's kitchen mm-hmm. in Ukraine. It's really posh. If you've seen yeah. it, it's like stainless steel, granite countertops, a huge island. Yeah, so where is she? Where is she? I don't know. Oh, I don't have the answer. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you did have the answer. I don't have the answer. That's my first question. Maybe it's like a studio kitchen, but hmm. I mean, who's going to pay her no, to cook? Yeah, she doesn't even like, I think if you're a chef, you need to cook for everyone unless she's like a vegetarian or pescatarian chef. Everyone? Like meat, oh, oh. pasta, no, she can, veggie. She can have a niche. She can have a niche. She's doing, these are all fish-based yeah. dishes, so maybe that's her thing. But, yeah, great question. Where is she? Second thing I noticed, she has someone working the camera. So in the beginning of all these videos, it's locked off on a tripod. Mm. It's just a wide shot. But then within a few minutes, the camera gets up and starts to move. Close-ups of the food, close-ups of Natalie. Aww. And what I noticed is the angle that mm-hmm. this video is being shot, it's being shot pretty high up, angled down. So you think it's Mike? Yeah. Whoever's holding the camera is pretty tall. And we know Mike is pretty tall. Well, you think the two of them would rent a fancy kitchen to make cooking videos? It could be 
a house that they bought recently. True. It could be an Airbnb they're staying at. It could be a friend's house. It could be a family member's house. Well, if you want to keep this going, it has to be, you know, she cannot just, she cannot so, okay, just so rent an Airbnb. Maybe it's not an Airbnb, but maybe it is a family home or, True. or a friend's home. But it does so seem like Mike she... went from being totally broke and almost filing for bankruptcy to buying a fancy house. Well, don't we know that she has a friend in the area? Doesn't she have, doesn't Mike date someone or Mike's friend date someone or is married to someone from Ukraine? Yeah, but I don't think they live in the area. Mm. Other, uh, otherwise, why wouldn't they be on the show? Like, what? True. She would be like, oh, I'm just going to be with my friends. Like, there's my no guess, one. My guess is this is a mutual friend's kitchen. I think she's using it as her set because she's doing this on the regular. It's not okay. one, like a one-off video. It's, she's done three this week, I Interesting. think. Interesting. The first one, the salmon one, not too much happens. It's like five minutes long, nothing happens. In the most recent video, again, kind of bland. It's like five minutes, nothing happens. Except when she starts stirring the pasta, she starts gyrating her hips and like she starts twerking on the stove okay. a little bit. It's, she's trying to make it sexual, I think, uh, to oh. get those clicks, but it's not that sexual. <laughs> it's just strange. <laughs> but the second video, the sushi video, this one's getting a lot of attention. This one's getting a lot of attention. Why? It's like 15 minutes long. In the beginning, she's going through all the ingredients she's using. Mm-hmm. She's like, this rice, this is rice that I bought at Eisen's store. I got it at the at Eisen store. Are you seeing Asian store? Yeah. So you picked as a foreigner, you picked up on that. No, way I know faster. how she speaks. She's like, I'm gonna prepare this raw fish. <laughs> well, here's what I did. I was like, she bought it at Eisen store. I'm I'm googling Eisen store, wondering is it in Washington? Is Eisen's Whoa. a chain in the Ukraine? I first, the second you said it, I was thinking, I'm like, oh, it's a brand. It's like Aldi. Right. Right. And then I'm like, I, I said, it's all Asian. Right. So I think she was saying she bought it at an Asian store. I was actually going to ask if this cooking show comes with subtitles because her English is really hard to understand. I put sometimes. on the YouTube closed captioning. It you did, did? It did not help. It did not help. <laughs> I think it still said Eisen, like E-I-S-A-N. <laughs> anyway, here's where the video gets controversial. To use Natalie's word of the Ooh. day. Gets a little controversial. Her wardrobe, what she's wearing, mm-hmm. she's she's got chopsticks in her hair, and she's wearing what I think she believes is Japanese clothing. A kimono? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's a traditional Chinese piece that she's wearing, oh. so she's kind of conflating those two. <laughs> so because she's dressing up like this to make this sushi video, mm-hmm. people are attacking her for cultural appropriation oh, right classic uh, yeah i don't feel like i can judge her one way or the other on this it's not my classic. place to say if she's dressing up for whatever reason she's not dressing up as a sushi chef so that's kind of where i'm like if you were making sushi dress mm. up like a sushi chef but she just tried to dress asian which i guess is offensive right she didn't dress up italian when she made i mean the pasta it's not dish. offensive if if it was the theme but she's never I know it's, I don't know, it's a little distasteful, a little distasteful. I'm not saying it's it's tasteful, I'm just saying. Just cook the I, meal. I guess, yeah. Just cook the meal. Yeah. Well, here's oh, my. you remember the cook we used to watch on TV randomly? Her Lydia? name was Lydia. Yeah. And she, all she ever wore were these like large, large <laughs> ba- button down, like different color every single show. They were oversized show. pastel button downs. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was 
beautiful. I was, I Didn't was offend totally, anybody. I was totally digging Lydia. But here's my question. Mm-hmm. And I hope this is not insensitive. Why wouldn't she cook Ukrainian recipes? I was just going to say. Right? Like, mm-hmm. that is your niche. That's something you can do that not many other people can do. Annie from David and Annie, she's from Thailand. She mm-hmm. does her Thai cooking yeah, show. that makes sense. Natalie is over here cooking up sushi. Hit me with a chicken Kiev. Hit me with a, a borscht or something, you know? <laughs> I would go to her. She would be the authority on that. Mm. Why That's not, so true. Why not do that? I'd be curious to see a... Ukrainian cook Ukrainian food. I don't want to see her cook sushi. That's so true. Maybe she can't. I mean, if you saw her cook sushi, you'd go, she can do chicken Kiev at least as well as this. Oh, you don't know that. I don't know that. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. I just think that would be authentic. Authenticity always wins in these situations. Mm -hmm. So go for it. That's my word of advice. Natalie, if you're listening, do a little uh, chicken Kiev. Do a little chicken Kiev for us. Right? Yeah, I mean, I would want to. So I would want to see you making palachinki. I would love to tune in and watch you cook palachinki. Mm-hmm. I don't want to tune in and watch you make uh, gyros. You know, like lamb well, gyros. I have to say, I'm actually really good at Greek cooking because right. when I was in au pair, I lived with a Greek family okay. and I learned a lot. So I'm actually pretty good at Greek Okay, scene. I don't want to tune in and watch you cook enchiladas. Okay. All yeah. right? I would love to see you make palachinki. Oh, I want authentic. We should make enchiladas. I want. <laughs> we, we're not going to film it and put it on YouTube. No, no, we no. Can, You're just making me hungry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We just ate. You're still hungry. But the, I love enchiladas. Now I'm yeah. picturing them and... Oh, you remember we made the zucchini enchiladas? Mm, it was so good. So good. So that good. is a good recipe. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, that's, by the way, that's 90 Day By The Way. Check out Jesse in the Electoral President's home video. Mm-hmm. Check out Natalie Culturally Appropriating People on YouTube. Can so, I add? Sure. It's just a, something I saw on social media. I'm sure you all guys seen it too. Larissa and mm-hmm. her fake apps. I have nothing to say about that except you done messed up, Larissa. You it went too far. It is so strange. And I, I've seen it today on Instagram. Someone said, this looks so weird. You got a fake six pack, but you have no definition on your arms. So it looks ridiculous because she went if you work out, you don't just work out your abs. Yeah. Like if you do have abs, you are ripped. I just, I think she went too far. And some people would say she went too far before the surgery, but this is the one that's over the line. Mm-hmm. I don't think it looks good. It's the most obvious one. Forget her boobs. This is the most obvious one that it's fake. Yeah. So why would you do that? Well, it's not a good look. Don't forget her lips and stuff, but yeah, okay. I she guess. she showed a little workout today on social media, and then Ooh. she deleted it, and then you could she's probably see, getting so much. You hate. could see it. It's just the skin. Yeah. And like fat underneath and the abs are just so fake. I don't think it's fat. Under- well, I was trying to figure out how they would surgically do this and they must suck all of the fat out and then implant something so that the skin yeah. just creates a shape over. But it's still like you if you watch a video of a raped person with oh, yeah. actual abs doing the same workout. Looks good. It just it looks fabulous. What she was doing, I was like, what is this? This it, is so yeah. weird and so unnatural. Yeah. And then yeah. she deleted all those videos. Yeah. Well, 
I don't know. I think I, I think there's a little bit of an illness going on here in her mental state. I well, mean, that's not a normal thing to do. I'm very curious about her immigration status. I, I think she said she's going to post some videos. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. maybe she has already. She's. I forget what she posted last. But oh, my God. I, I checked out her unfinished basement video. Trapped in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> you did watch it? It was ridiculous. Did you get through the whole thing? No. But you saw the part where she's like, some people go to the mountains. Some people, she's like, Eric and I are living in an unfinished basement. Live in an unfinished basement. Wasn't it awful? Wasn't it terrifying? A was. Crazy. Crazy. Anyway. Oh, well. Too much talk about all this stuff on social media. Not enough. There is so much to talk about. Not enough talk about Sunday night. 90 Day Fiance. The OG. Let's get into it. You want to share your overall thoughts or you want to just dive right in? I think it was pretty, pretty, pretty good. I mean, it got better because Compa- last yeah, Compared last week, to last week, yeah. Last week left us wanting more. And I'm not going to say this was the best episode of the season. It wasn't. No, it wasn't, but I'm it was, lie it to was you good. Guys like that. But it was good. It was good. Four was out good. of five. Four out of five mm-hmm. kept my interest the entire time. Some things happened. We laughed. We cried. We, I don't know. We we felt okay, it. Okay, we time. laughed. They cried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I laugh when they cry, so it's all the same, right? True. But it was good. It was good. And let's start off with the couple that we missed last week. They didn't show them last week, so let's start off with them this week. I'm talking about Brandon and Julia. Brandon and Julia. Brandon and Julia. And I hate to say it. I don't want to give them credit, but they do bring it. They do add that entertainment to the show. And it's not just them. It's It's Ron and Betty. Ron and Betty, too. And I know Uh, you hate them, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which I don't hate them. I think they are ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that's for sure. But so are, are almost everyone on this show. True. Right. But they do take it to a new level. So we got Brandon, we got Julia, 65 days to wed. Julia is in the car about to vomit. And Ron and Betty aren't even there, so I'm not sure what's making her sick. I don't know why she's <laughs> nauseous, but well, she's about to vomit. Yeah, long story short, they think there's a chance Julia might be pregnant. That's it. They, yeah, I, and I mean, no, I wouldn't be that surprised since, as Brandon said, the only protection they have is the pull-out method oh yeah yeah <laughs> so i don't, I don't understand her thing with birth control and especially she says she doesn't want to take pills okay don't take pills they are bad like band-aids they're shot band-aids you, mm-hmm, what, are you, what are you talking about you have like a patch like a band-aid oh, uh, a patch. <laughs> I, felt like you, I felt like you put a band-aid over your vagina no. like do not enter do not. No, you have a patch. You can get a shot that covers you for a few months. Since there are she many doesn't different wanna... ways. Exactly. Or just wear a condom. I don't know. Yeah. Five out of five doctors don't approve the pullout method. There are other ways. I mean, unless you are okay. If, oh, oops, there's a kid. If right. you're okay with that, sure. Sure. But, but they, they're they not. They know we can't afford a kid. We don't have the ability to take care. They cannot afford to move out of their parents' house. Right. But this is what I was thinking. Okay, they're trying to move out maybe after the wedding. If she was pregnant, they would probably have to stay with Ron and Betty oh, for yeah. a while. That's a and great point. And I was thinking, point. 
Will Betty actually be happy about this? Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, for multiple reasons. I think, first of all, they'd be happy to have another free farm hand mm, on the well, farm. Sure. Right? But that's a great point. That's going to anchor them down for another nine months at least, probably a year or two, because they're going to want the help. That's a great point. Yeah. Right? But you would think if Julia thought it through, she would want to protect herself against having a child because, exactly, it's going to keep you on the farm that mm-hmm. much longer. Yeah, and I mean, they just got together, like being together in person. They're not even married yet. This is probably not what they want to do in their situation. Definitely not. I feel like Yara and Jovi are in a different situation because at least Jovi has a decent job. Sure. They live on their own. Exactly. A different story. Can I just say, though, before we keep going, just because mm-hmm. it's bothering me a little bit. It's not bothering me. It just, it always enters my conscious once in a while. Okay. We were all sold the fact that Julia was going to be this Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Mm-hmm. And oh, we've that's not, so true. We've not seen it. That was the big day one storyline. And what so reminded true. me of it was talking about birth control. I went back to that first episode when Betty's trying to set up a guy. <laughs> right? And I'm thinking about Julia going, we were supposed to get Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. What happened to that? There's been a lot of stuff that should set her off. Yeah. That ha- she's been pretty cool. The only Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde on the show is Natalie, who is yeah. totally, oh, totally crazy. Yeah. She's a freaking Sour Patch Kid. Yeah. But she's Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Go and Hyde, because I'm scared. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll see you later. So true. Anyway. Yeah, Julia's been keeping it together. And I was expecting her to be, oh, I'm in America. Okay, mm, bye, Brendan. I can do better. Oh, yeah. buy, buy this farm. But yeah. she is really into Brendan. She is apparently. I think she really is. Apparently, we'll see. Well, you know, she didn't have. Well, she probably had a fair amount of guys reaching out to her in Russia. But now that she's on television, now that she's on social media, her inboxes are stuffed right now with dudes sliding. I guess in. It's like Brandon. He looks like a child, but he's not bad looking. He's not bad looking, but come on. His family. And I feel like they have fun his together. His family, his job, his living situation. There's nothing. I mean, re- I don't, don't criticize his job. Job is a job. His job is a job, but he's getting up at four in the morning. He's rolling around with rats all day. He's coming home with bug juice all over. I mean, I'm just saying it's not. I mean, have you ever seen an ex- exterminator? They come, they spray, they leave. Okay, I've seen some pictures of Brandon crawling around. Oh, really? Ra- yeah. <laughs> yeah. All well, I'm saying But is, also he said he enjoys it. So whatever makes you happy. Whatever makes Brandon happy, but I don't know if it makes Julia happy. Your your one redeeming quality was he he's a cute boy. Like that was your selling point. That was it. Against his family's nuts. He lives on a a doomsday prepping farm with them. <laughs> but he's kinda cute. He's cute. He reminds me of the elf on the shelf. Like that's how you're gonna sell it to this woman who traveled. From Russia to be with him. He's cute. Come on. He, she's going to get a lot of attention. She's getting a lot of attention. And let's see how I that mean, works. I mean, they're like equally good looking. So She's better looking. Oh, she's not. I think she's traditionally better looking. And not when she gets all go-go'd out. But I think she's a pretty girl. Like She's a yeah, pretty girl. Yeah, I don't think girl. so. Okay. Gr- she's like a little, a little, like she's like a- average. Who do you find more attractive, Yara or Julia? Of course, Yara. Like, huh. a, like Yara is like a hundred, and and okay. Julia is like twenty one. All right, Yara to me 
very attractive, of course, but has different looks. You'll see her one day, you're like, oh, she kind of looks like a different person than the day before. And the day before. And maybe that's her thing because she's a makeup I'm hair like, person. I'm like vibing all the leather she wears. This is like what I wear. Well, you like have all the a, black and the leather. You have a Yara-esque vibe. Blonde, pale, beautiful, of course. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Less makeup because I'm not good at it. I'm trying. Yeah. Well, sometimes watch, I look like a clown. Watch her YouTube videos. She'll show you what's up. She'll tell you I've been it. watching no, so you, many. You've I feel gotten like, very good. You've gotten fan. Like your makeup is on point. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think I, I it got had, it. It took you having to be locked at home and not go anywhere with makeup on to find to find. I your also true fu- I found the essence. colors because I am I'm pale and I have green eyes. Yeah, you're doing And I was like go, trying to do smoky eyes with dark colors and it didn't look good. Yeah, no, whatever you're doing now. I found the now. peach shades and it just works. Yeah, you are so much beautiful than me as now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Thank you. Anyway, we digress majorly. So Julia might be pregnant. Brandon wants to tell Ron and Betty immediately. Why? Because Brandon's scared he might get grounded if they find out and he didn't give him a warning. I just feel like he, one, he's scared and he wants to just get it out. And two, I think he also hopes like, okay, if she's not, maybe mom can actually push her towards getting a birth control. Why doesn't Brandon put a condom on? Why is everyone so anti-condom on this show? Because I I think it doesn't, I mean, I think, I know it doesn't feel good. It's fine. It's honestly fine for people who are all out. Oh, I can't wear guns. It's, so small. it's fine, guys. What's worse, a little sensation of rubber or a unwanted pregnancy? I think there's only one answer. I mean, come on, it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's not that fine. Are you saying for you? Yeah. Oh, I was totally being selfish and just thinking about my Uh-oh. experience. You were okay. Well, let's not even get into. It. <laughs> let's not get into it. But it's let's just not get like, into our personal preferences. I but mean, come on, it's okay. It's but fine. it's like ew. it's because you're not lubing it up enough. Like like Stephanie, <laughs> she was Stephanie was running a clinic on the proper amount of lube to use when you're wearing a condom. Oh, geez. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. My thing is, I feel like Ron would want to deliver that baby himself. Ron would want to deliver the baby on the farm like they do with the animals. I could see, <laughs> how, I could see, how did you just, how? how? Because Why? I could see Ron putting those rubber gloves on that come up to your elbows and just reaching into Julia. You've been watching way that, too many documentaries. I know. but <laughs> <laughs> you could, Ron would deliver that. Maybe that's what the hot tub is for. Shout out to water births. Maybe Ron wants to do a little oh, water I, I don't in even the hot know. tub. I don't even know. You don't know where I'm going with yes. this? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. I don't know where you get all these ideas from. Oh, I, I don't know. They just water birth. Ron with. Animals. Elbow high clothes. But I kind of understand like, you know, once the baby grows a little, you got to utilize every hand. Like I would want oh, our yeah. kid to clean the second it's, yeah. they start walking. You or even before. With, yeah. I saw this So here's onesie. Teresa's shark tank idea. <laughs> well, it's not. It exists. Oh. Ooh. I, I saw it. All right. It's a onesie and with those like uh, those patches that can clean the floor. So as the baby <laughs> crawls around, it also cleans the floor. Obviously. That is literally child labor. That's the definition of child it's not, labor. You're not making them crawl. They crawl on, on their own. You're saying while you're down there, if exactly. you clean up after me, that'd be fantastic. And I'm so serious. I would totally put it on our baby. Mm. You obviously have to wash it 
immediately after the baby's done crawling. Yeah. But like for you know, if he, the baby wants to crawl for an hour and just polish a piece of piece of our floor, <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with it. It would be so inconsistent though. It's not like he's going up and back or she's going up and back doing proper. Laps. I mean, you can also train the baby. Like a Roomba. <laughs> you can put like snacks on the floor in a line. I feel like. Whenever we have a child, you're going to be like, I have a great name for the child. I'm going to be like, Hannah? You're going to be like, Roomba. <laughs> oh, all right. I don't think so. I don't think. Why Why is that baby cleaning onesie in your Amazon <laughs> in your Amazon checkout for the past year? What are you doing with that? Anyway, so here's. I think it's a great idea. It's fine. It's it exists. It's it fine. Does. It's a fine idea. Damn! I wish I came up with, with I'm it. I'm so glad you didn't. The the hate that you would get. Imagine going on Shark Tank with this. Yeah. Things <laughs> <laughs> so like baby shark, shark, shark. Isn't that a song? It is. Your our niece loves it. Mm. Anyway, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it rolling. So, I finally agree with Julia on something. She wants to hold off on telling Ron and Betty about the child until there's a child. Which is smart. Why would you tell? Some people are actually pregnant and then wait to tell people. Yes. They go, let's wait a, a month or two or like, three before we tell people. I would not tell anyone maybe after three or four months. Four months. Right. You want to know. For sure. But no. So later that night, they're at the farm and they're plotting. How are we going to tell Ron and Betty this possible news? And the two of them think they're going to freak out. I told you, I think they're going to be excited because free farmhands, but Brandon and Julia are scared to tell them. So they walk out onto the porch, Ron and Betty sitting in their thrones, classic Ron and Betty. Betty's got a bottle of wine in her glass, basically. Oh, yeah. That she, was Betty a, gets that was a down. nice pour. Betty gets down. I was like, yes, girl, you are ready to party. So they walk out. And Betty's like, what's up? You guys want to play a game? And it was straight out of Saw. I don't know if you've seen that movie, Saw, but. Oh, yeah. Hello. She's like, do you want to play a game? There's only one key to open your device. It's in the stomach of your dead cellmate. I was like, oh, Betty. Betty, you are scaring me. And I could totally see a family like that playing creepy ass saw games on that farm they are totally playing like they're totally doing escape room oh did you see the horror the movie it's like a something something chainsaw texas chainsaw massacre yes have yeah. you seen it it's on a farm uh no i have dinwiddie chainsaw massacre you know they're getting freaky on that farm it's a freak farm it's a freak farm but <laughs> tonight they stick to jenga and they don't play it. And the only good thing about this scene is that little dog. But it's a dog is cute. The dog was okay. It was the only good thing. But Brandon goes, guys, can we take a break from this game? Can we take a break? I'm going to be a man. I'm going to talk about an issue we're having right now. And Julia goes, say and run. Say and run. Julia's funny. I, I do appreciate Julia sometimes. And that was funny. Sometimes, yeah. So Brandon fills Ron and Betty in. He goes, Julia's been feeling a little sick. She's throwing up this morning. Okay. Like that. Okay. And they just sit there 
in silence. You know Ron's just thinking, like, does this mean she's going to call out of work tomorrow? Those pigs, <laughs> those pigs aren't going to feed themselves. I don't think she works anymore. Mm, we'll see. Betty hears this news. She looks shook. She just stares. She's like, she, no. She looks no. like she walked outside and caught Ron doing the animals again. She looked so <laughs> frightened. So Ron, finally, 11 episodes in, has one sensible thought. He goes, you should go to the drugstore and get a pregnancy test before you go around town telling everyone exactly. you're pregnant. He's like, I would appreciate if you guys like took the test for us and then yeah. tell us. I was like, Ron, I never thought I would agree with you. I, 100%. But I totally agree with you right now. But he also laughed. Did you see him? He, he like, once Brendan said it, he like laughed. Because I honestly think, and I don't want to pull the curtain back and spoil the magic of the show, but I think this couple is so entertaining because they're playing parts. And I'm not necessarily saying TLC gave them parts mm-hmm. to play. I'm saying they found out they're going to be on the show and they got together around the kitchen table with the crickets making noises <laughs> off in the corner. And we're like, all right, here's how we're going to play this so we can become the next Colt and Debbie, turn this into a thing, make our money. Because they, the fake tears, a lot of almost breaking out in laughter when Brandon says a line, you can almost see him laughing about it. I think they're kind of playing characters. Maybe a little bit, but I still think those are their personalities. Oh, yeah. I mean, deep down, all these people are themselves. I also think, and I've never been in this situation, and I will never be in the situation to have a camera following me mm-hmm. because that's definitely not something I ever want to do. But I, I believe if you do have a camera crew following you freaking all the time, you you almost like put up a little show. You cannot be just yourself. Right. I feel like you are yourself, but on steroids. There's no way to have a natural conversation when there's a camera guy, a yeah. lighting guy, a sound so guy. So again, like it's you, it's definitely your personality, but it's, you're you on steroids. And you're also trying to put on a show. You're consciously, you're aware that there's a camera there. You're aware you're going to be on television. So you go, all right, let's, let's think about my actions. And I'm not saying that's going to translate to you looking good. It may translate to you looking bad. Like Andrew goes, oh, I'm on camera, even on his Instagrams. Oh, people are watching. Let me sing. Let me do yeah. my and it makes you look worse. You're aware of the cameras. You sure. are conscious of what you're doing, but you're actually making yourself look worse. So that's all I'm gonna say. They do bring the entertainment. I think maybe they're playing into it a little bit, but who knows? We'll never know. True. So next day, Brandon comes back from work. It's test time, right? Surprisingly, Brandon let Julia go take the test without his supervision. Jovi would never let this happen. Jovi would be in that bathroom. Yeah, I, I don't know what's the right way to do this. Whatever the woman's comfortable with. If you wanted me in there, I'm in there. If you said, let me go do this by myself, okay, go do it by yourself. I just pictured myself trying to pee in a cup oh, you at the doctor's office. Yeah. There is no way I'm ever peeing in front of you on something. Oh, I don't even know what you're doing in there. That It's, like that how, it's, it's so, always very difficult to hold a cup and aim. Well, I don't. That's the thing. You have a you have a penis. It's so easy. They, I think. Well, okay. So Julia and Yara did it differently. I'm pretty sure 
and I wasn't in there. Jovi was, so you can correct and us yeah, if I'm wrong. Just pee on the stage. I think That's you, how you sit on the. It. I think you sit on the toilet yeah. and you pee on it. Yeah. You just hold it in front yeah. of you and you pee on it. For some reason, Julia. She took it a little farther. Just like what? Squatted into the solo cup because there's no way you're fitting a solo cup into there a is. toilet. There is. If you put, if you float the toy or float the cup in the toilet water, and the solo cup is not that tall. A solo cup is. You know you have to trust me. On, seven okay, inches. Okay. You have, you know you have to trust me on this for one simple reason, because I'm always right when it comes to spatial uh, things. Spatial you are. things. You are. So I'm just picturing it in my hand. I'd say my hand is what four to five. Yeah, you, four you, to five you, inches. You're wrong. Four to five. It's at least six inches. We'll go measure it after this. But well, you don't have to because you have to trust me because I can see But there's see it. not six inches of space between the top of the water and your toilet seat. Oh, there is. is. There? You, have, you have space. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Agree to disagree. If you ever clean, if you ever clean the toilet, you would, you would know. <laughs> Fair. Fair. I will say, kind of surprised Betty wasn't in there supervising. Oh, yeah. I could see Betty in there with like, like a... <laughs> Like a gym teacher's stopwatch around her <laughs> neck, like and time. All right, is it? Are you pregnant or not pregnant? Here we go. So she does. Julia pees in in the solo cup. I guess dips it in. It's kind of smart if you got to do multiple tests. I you guess got your, you got your sample right there. That's true. And then you just keep, that's, right. That's true. So maybe maybe chalk one up uh, plus one for Julia right there. So also side note that I noticed here. Did you see Brandon's shirt he was wearing? He was wearing his work shirt. Yeah. They blurred out mm-hmm. they blurred out the name of the yeah. company. They don't blur out Mike's company. Huh. There's certain companies they don't Maybe I'm, they like sponsor or something. No, I think Brandon's company is like, we do not want to be associated with oh, this family at true. all. Well, They're ashamed. They're ashamed. Maybe they just don't want to be on a trashy TV show. But this is the most popular television show in America. You don't want that publicity. So they're saying the free publicity is worse than the association with Brandon Gibbs and his family. I don't think that's the... Oh, come on. Unless it's a huge company like... I don't know any big pest control companies. I feel like I should, but I don't. No, me neither. All our our apartment complexes do do their own thing. But you could... Be promoted on the biggest show on television, but they don't want to be. They don't want to be associated with Brandon. I mm. find it fascinating. I wouldn't want to be associated with that family. I don't know if that's true, but okay, it's blurred out for one reason or the other. It's blurred out. Well, like sometimes they blur out logos and T-shirts, right? Because they can't get approval. If you're wearing a Nike shirt, they can't show it, or they don't want to show it. They can't get approval. They could talk to Brandon's employers. Come on. Oh, just not, you know, like maybe he, Brandon doesn't want to know, doesn't want people to know where he works. Yeah. Because okay. everyone's going to be requesting him, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the timer buzzes and we have a result. No pregnant. Brandon, you are not the father. Julia tried to joke, though. She's like, She's what, like does, two, two what does lines? two lines mean? He got <laughs> white as a ghost. He was whiter than he usually is, mm-hmm. if you can picture that. But no, Julia is not pregnant. Turns out she had a bad burrito at lunch. <laughs> That's about it. She had a tummy ache. She had a bad burrito. Oh, well. So now Julia, of course, is pissed that they told Ron and Betty. I would be, too. Like I don't understand. 
like why would you tell them before knowing right. something for sure? For the television show. For the TV. That's true. That's for the true. TV. So gotta do it for the cameras. Do it for the gram. Do it for the fam. So Brandon's like, <laughs> <laughs> screw the fam. Do it for the gram. Brandon's like, we need some form of birth control. Not condoms, though. Definitely not rubbers. They're very drying. We cannot use rubbers. Not even I'm with they, him. Except flashback again to when Ron and Betty left a huge bowl of rubbers for the two of them. I mean, because they know that that's all they could possibly use because Julia does not want to take any medication. Yeah. Yeah. Just use a rubber. Come on. Use a rubber. Oh, just I just freaking, like saying a rubber. I know you do. Just freaking get a get a get birth control. Yeah, just do something. Be responsible. Be responsible. Guys. Yes. Come on, this is the learning channel. You should be teaching people how to be <laughs> responsible. That's very true. So Brandon goes. It's gets Ron and Betty. It's time to reveal the results of the test to the parents, and they just sit there in silence. And this is where I'm saying. They're doing it for the show. They're just sitting there in silence, trying to go at Ron and Betty, trying to, you know, see who's going to balk first. And Ron and Betty, they start losing their shit. (laughs) They start losing it. So Julia is the first one to crack. She's like, okay, we're not pregnant. Because Ron was pressuring her. He's like, Julia, Julia, tell me the truth. You tell me the truth, (laughs) Julia. I know. And Julia's like, we're not pregnant. We're not pregnant. Ron and Betty's like, thank goodness. This is good news. But this is a wake-up call. From now on, only anal. Wrong. That's it. From now on. Ron, it's a major lesson. This is a major lesson. For this who, Ron? For, for the for young. Everyone. For, for this everyone. This is a major lesson for everyone. Okay? Well, Betty was so relieved. So relieved. Which but- I understand. Like, you, you, it's not like, oh, you have your adult son and his fiance living with you. No, you have two kids living with you. Yeah. Well, Two kids that are almost 30. Let's not forget that. Well, yes, but one cannot work. The other one cannot move out of the house because they can't, you know, he cannot take care of two people, which yeah. I understand it's it's hard. But you, um, Julia doesn't want to help with anything. She just wants to live there. Like bringing a child into this would just be wild. Yeah. For real, for real. Um, Kind of impressed with the way Ron and Betty handled the whole thing. Oh, I was going to say. Know? I was going to say. You know? It was very unlike them. Yeah. The worst the worst person this episode was Brandon. Julia handled it well. Ron and Betty handled it oh, well. Oh, yeah. Brandon the, dog, told, the dog was fine. Brandon totally F-upped. Brandon F-ed up. I was Brandon trying not to curse. screwed it up. He screwed it up. Yeah. Without protection. Without protection. Without, without, protection. without rubber. All right. All right. Let's do it. We got a little more. We got a little more vagina talk we have to address. So let's just get it all out of the way at the top of the show. Stephanie and Ryan and cousin Harris question mark. Stephanie and Ryan because oh you did not. It got real dry. You did not say that. Real dry. (laughs) All right. Speaking of dry vaginas, let's just do it. Ryan is shuffling out of that hotel room because remember. They got into a huge fight the last episode. But we didn't know why. We were like, what's going on? Why four hours mm-hmm. after this dinner is there this explosion? What happened? Well, here's what happened. Ryan's a scumbag. 
Ryan yep. is a scumbag. He lied to Stephanie. He said he was using a rubber, <laughs> but it turns out he never put it on. I mean, Stephanie was saying that she found out he didn't put it on because it was too dry. <laughs> I and- was going to ask if we could skip over the part where Stephanie gives us a sex ed lesson on, on dry vaginas and eating lube. Well, I was going to say, okay, but yes, it was we, too dry. Yeah, She's like, it. oh, get the let's lube. And he goes like, uh, he's like, oh, I'm not wearing a condom, right? Yeah. But then I was thinking, didn't she bring those glow in, in the dark rubbers? Right. She would see she if would he was see. wearing. <laughs> exactly. She would That's see. That's why it. she did bring them so she could see. Right? Exactly. S- sending all flares in the bedroom. Let me see if you're wearing it. Yeah, so he's a scumbag. He lied. He said he was wearing a rubber. He she, wasn't. It was dry. It was, you know, it was like starting a fire down there, rubbing kindling together. I don't know. But I'm totally with Stephanie. Like he, They haven't seen each other in 10 months. She knows he was talking to ladies. She herself cheated on him. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Hello, sexual... No, no, no. Transmitted diseases. You know I'm pro-rubber, and I'm not saying for us, but I'm saying for Brandon and Julia, for Ryan and Stephanie. I am pro-rubber. So put it on. Don't lie about it. If you don't want to wear it, talk about it. Yeah, Have that be a conversation. Stephanie is so— part of the relationship wants to wear it. Stephanie's fine talking about sex. She wants to talk about sex. So it's not like, well, she's uncomfortable. She doesn't want to have this conversation. She would love to talk to you about— Rubbers, lube. Oh, for sure. Anything. I mean, if Paul can wear two condoms, you guys can wear one. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. So, okay. Stephanie is pissed, rightfully so. She doesn't trust Ryan. But question, why are you giving your family heirloom to someone you don't trust? Well, you know why she gave it to him, right? She gave it to him. Hoping he would propose. With it. Why would you want to get married to someone who you don't trust? That's a better question. The whole thing is messed up. The whole thing is messed up. So hold on. This is good. This is good. She's also like such a white girl, white wine drunk. Oh, white wine wasted. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Well, she always is. Come on. She when is she she not? So trash when she was like so after he left. Yeah. She found the ring. Yeah. And then she decided to call Ryan and tell him, thanks for not stealing the <laughs> ring. I was like. Thanks for not stealing the ring, Ryan. And, and she's lying doing like, on the bed. She's doing like snow angels on the bed. Like she was so wasted. Or I don't know. I don't know what was happening. but She was on I was pills. Out she of was control. on wine. Yeah. My favorite part was when she goes, she's like, 2020, eat my ass. And then she said to Ryan, Fuck off and die. Yikes. That's Yikes. so, that's so, like, m- not even middle school. Like, who says that? She was angry. And she had a right to be angry. Let's but not get it twisted. She had a right say, to be angry. Yes, but you don't say to someone you're supposedly love, fuck yeah. off and die. Yeah. You don't she say, was heated. You don't say but fuck off and die to you also don't anyone. Lie, you also don't lie about wearing a condom if you're not. Very true, but you don't say this to anyone. I one think was that's a physical, so harsh. One was a physical assault. One was a verbal assault. What's worse? Come on. The fact that you're lying about protecting, the fact that you're wrapping, that you're saying you're wrapping up and you're not, I think that's worse than a couple words. Well, true, but words can be harsh. Like sure. You can say fuck off. That's fine. I've yeah. said it before. Yeah. Sure. 
All right. But don't like, oh, Stephanie, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. She hangs up with Ryan after she tells him to fuck off and die. And who does she immediately call? 2020. Cousin Harris. Yeah, 2020 might not eat her ass, but Cousin Harris will. <laughs> Come on. You know it. You know it. She's like, Harris, Harris, Harris can you hear me? It's turning, into, it's turning into like a Verizon wireless commercial. Can you hear me now? Harris. You know Harris, though. He was laying down some pipe. Oh, yeah. He was, Harris was he busy. He was occupied. <laughs> he was busy. She goes, right now, I need a good, solid friend. What? I'm oh, pretty sure there was funny. another F word that mm-hmm. she was thinking of saying. She's, I need a good solid friending right now. I need a hard friending right now. Somebody friend me real hard right now. Oh, Stephanie. But she calls Cousin Harris and he's like, I'll come by tomorrow. I'll come. What are you doing right now, Cousin Harris? Not huh? Stephanie. Not doing Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, who I mean, are you doing right now, Cousin Harris? Like Stephanie is like the new Billy's Billy's bank. Uh-huh. Yeah, the village bicycle. Like the only only reason why all these guys are with her or want to be with her is, okay, she's a good-looking lady. But she portrays herself as someone who's loaded, right. who brings gifts, who pays for her families, right? Right. Right. No, so you're right. everyone they're wants you, to get a you. piece of that Mi- Michigan cake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're all using her. Let's be honest. Oh, here. for sure. Let's be honest here. And I don't get it. Like, she's a good looking lady. Find someone maybe closer to yeah. your age. Yeah. They're and gonna- again, and back to, we're going to discuss this later. Guys in their 20s probably don't want to have kids right now. Nope. But give them a few years. They will see their yeah. friends having kids. They will want to have kids or it will cross their minds. You, if you're 50 plus, you won't be able to. Mm-mm. And it's... Not with a dry vagina. Definitely not with, with the dry vagina or with rubbers, but... Yeah. You know, you can poke a hole in the rubber. Ooh, come on. Come but, on, look at you. You're a deviant. You are a sexual well, I, deviant. There was a meme. I know how they get down in Europe. Well, there was a meme once. I'm sorry for the side note. Yeah. I was saw a meme once. It was like a condom pinned on a wall with like a with with a pin. Yeah, right? like a thumbtack. Yeah, and and it was like a oh, don't forget to be safe, honey, mom. Oh, like she like <laughs> pinned the condom yeah. on the wall. Right? Ironic, pretty yeah. ironic. <laughs> that was not a New Yorker cartoon. I'm gonna guess. Definitely not. It was like <laughs> when it was like Instagram. It's, it's. I've seen it a long time ago. Strange. I don't know what but kind of accounts you're following. it stuck with me. No pun intended. So <laughs> right on cue, Maria the psychic calls Stephanie. And of course, once again, Stephanie starts going through her whole sexual history. This woman loves to talk about her sex life. And I can't take it. But Maria goes, you better get tested. You better get tested. We don't know who you slept with in the last 10 months. And if I was Stephanie, I'd be like, Maria, what the hell am I paying for you? I thought you were a psychic. You should know exactly who he slept with like, these last she, 10 months. Is she paying her? Yeah, that's a that's a. Friend. She must be. That's a friend like, you pay. I love you. I love you. That's a friend you pay to have for sure. Mm. So then Stephanie asked Maria, should I see Harris? Like, should I see cousin Harris before I leave? <laughs> and Maria's like, 
Well, if it comes down to Ryan and Harris, go for Harris. I'd go Harris. <laughs> it's but, like but nobody's like, forcing you to bang on camera, Stephanie. Like Stephanie, just go back to Michigan. Yeah, this literally. Is, this is ninety day fiance, not a porn. Just go home. You're not getting paid to have sex on camera. Very true. Just leave. Go home. Cut your losses. Take your dry vagina and go back to Michigan. <laughs> You're done. Season's well, over. But even the psychic said, oh, definitely, if it's be- between Ryan and Harris, yeah. go for Harris. Go Harris. But, um, you know, it's not going to be pure with Harris. You have to be careful. No shit. Come on. Come on. Bunch of detectives on this show. Come on. Like she could have called me and pay pay me. I would have said <laughs> the same to her. Yeah, we'll give you a discount, Stephanie, if you're listening. Shoot us a message. Stephanie, you are... A lady. Just yes, act. you are a lady, Stephanie. Oh, act like one. Say, you just stole my oh, phrase. All right, okay. let's run it back. Let's pretend I didn't say that. Stephanie, take it again. You are a lady. Act like one. Act like one, Stephanie. <laughs> she's a lady. Well, she's not. Whoa, That's the whoa, problem. Whoa, whoa. It's yeah. like, she's not a lady. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no, no, not a lady. <laughs> Yeah. All right, I'm done. Something with, like this. I'm done with Stephanie and Ryan. Call me when you're lubricated, Stephanie. Then we can talk. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Can we, Mike yes. and Natalie? Oh, Let's get it on. Train wreck Let's couple. get it on. All right. It goes like a disaster after a disaster after a disaster. Yeah. Have you Love ever? It. Have you ever Love seen it. 90 Day Fiance? <laughs> it's usually how it goes. You get one happy couple. Like, you get I Kenny and Armando. I almost bad for loving it so much. No, that's what we're here for. Come on. I you, know. On. We, I know. We were so pissed. Episode three of Kenny and Armando. We were like, we loved, love the first two episodes, but now it's boring. Remember when Kenny got a little while like, oh, I don't want to eat Mexican food. I was like, yeah. No, he was like, no. Bring he was like, the sass. He was like, I don't love guacamole. I'll eat it if I have to, but like not a huge fan. Like, that, that was the as dramatic as that uh-huh. got. I was like, oh, I was like biting my nails. I'm like, oh my god, that's gonna become out of control. Still one of my, <laughs> still one of my favorite memes we ever did was Kenny asking for food at the restaurant, and that old guy being like, "What do you think this is? An Italian restaurant?" <laughs> wait, wait, what was the meme exactly? The meme was like something about leaving the Olive Garden disappointed. And the guy's like, what'd you think this was, an Italian restaurant? (laughs) Yeah, still one of my favorites. That was was early on. That was early on when 10 likes was a success. I Mm. think we got more about The good old days. Yeah, because the algorithm wasn't all messed. The good old days. The algorithm wasn't messed up then. Oh, yeah. It got messed up after or around the election. I know. Not to humble brag or anything, but we would get thousands of likes on memes six months ago. Mm -hmm. And now 100 is a good meme. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Crazy. We'll, Anyways, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, you don't need to listen Guys, to us bitch about this. Share our memes if you if you yeah, like. Follow them. us at Ninety Day Crazy in Love and share those memes. Come on, they are S O G as John and I. So original. So original. I love right. saying O G. Mike <laughs> and Natalie. Maybe when we have a kid, it can be named like Karel O G. Our last name. Why is it Carell? Why is it named Carell? Because the name runs in my family. My my dad's name is Carell. Yeah. My grandpa was Carell. My other grandpa was Carell. My great great grandpa was Carell. 
I can't believe you would take this debate to the podcast. You want all of our friends to start messaging us saying, name your kid Corel. Well, we, okay. I know how this goes. Please, this guys, goes. please don't message us because we're not planning. No, message us, but not about, well, not about the name of our baby child. Corel because we are not planning on having kids anytime soon. So it would just, it's not a good thing to talk about. Because we use protection. No. Protection. Well, yes. yes. Come on. Come on, we're smart about this. We guys. are smart. Pay yes. attention. Pay attention. This is the learning channel. Let's talk about Mike <laughs> and Natalie before we discuss too much about our own personal life. Yeah, so please Mike don't message Natalie. us about kids' names. Yeah. Please. Message us about anything else. Yes. Mike and Natalie. Natalie's at home. She is still reeling from the news that Mike doesn't love her. If you remember the previous episode, Mike spilled the beans in the therapist's office. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't love you. We're not in love anymore. And so she's feeling down on herself. She wants to see another therapist, this time alone. So she schedules a Zoom counseling session. And you can tell me what you think about this. It was like a a psychic style. So you saw the therapist tie-dye background. Yeah. Yeah, she looked more like a palm reader than a therapist, right? Yeah. I think she was burning incense. I'm pretty sure I saw some incense burning. Natalie was calling her a consular. Yeah, a.k.a. psychic. <laughs> yes, a.k.a. a palm reader. Right. But I think, and this is just me, I think Natalie should spend less time talking to a therapist, more time talking to Mike. Oh, for sure. Maybe you want to talk to Mike a little bit more. I just think she's so close-minded Yeah, that she cannot have an open conversation with someone without attacking the person or like... She, her mind is not open enough to accept someone else's opinion or how they feel or look at things. She doesn't know how to communicate. She can. She doesn't see left or right. She just sees straight. It's her way. She yes. doesn't know how to communicate. It has nothing to do with her command of the English language. It just has to do with her personality, her emotional intelligence, her ability to receive, to to listen to somebody and and yeah and respond. Receive in an appropriate respond. way. Yeah, it is just her. She doesn't hear the other person. She just spews whatever is inside of her. No concern for the other, per- okay. the other person. Okay. I think it's because she's the only child. You're an only child. I you am. Don't, you don't act like that. But I, because I wasn't, I, I am, I am the only child, but I wasn't raised like it. So then it's not the only child. It's the parents. It is the parents for okay. sure. So it's the parents' way of raising her. And yes, and I feel like her mom is very attached to her, as you oh, can see. Oh yeah, and like, okay, that's a good point. My mom is nothing like Natalie. My mom is a super sweet, fun lady, right? But my grandma is extremely attached to my mom, and my mom is the only child too. That's a really and it's like I don't want to talk point. about my family history, but I am very close with my parents, obviously. But I feel like. The way my grandma is attached to my mom is very different than the way my mom and my dad are attached to me. But I like I like where your head's at. I like what you're saying because, yes, Natasha, Natalia, mm-hmm. Natalie has this super, super tight bond with her mom. Mm-hmm. They live together. She's in her 30s and she still yeah. lives with her mom. So she's used to someone doting on her and just loving her profusely. Yes. Mike's not doing that. And Natalie's like, what's going on? This is not what I'm used to. And that's not even it. The most important part is that people like Natalie 
were raised with they've never done anything wrong, mm. right? Yep. Everything they do is great. Oh, you're the the perfect daughter. You're the most beautiful daughter. You are awesome. I'm you the don't... smartest. I'm the prettiest. Yes. I'm the sweetest. Yeah. Yes. And she was raised this way, right? That's, and you yeah. you can see it. Because if she wasn't, she would never say, I'm more beautiful than you. Right. Like right. she would never say, I'm smarter than you. Right. You would never say to anyone. You're right. No, that's, I think you hit the nail we on the head. We can joke if you say something ridiculous. I'd be like, I would not even joke about it. I would be like, I would never say, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm smarter than you. How high is your IQ? I would yeah. never even say it as a joke because I just think it's so offensive. Yeah. That's an interesting point, and I'm glad you brought that up because I think you're right. I think there's something to that. So Natalie wants to talk about her trust issues, and really what it comes down to is Mike sleeping over Sarah's house. She, he has a female friend. He slept over the house, and Natalie's feeling a little betrayed, a little disrespected by that. She loves spoken the dragon called <sighs> past. Well, here's the breaking, past. here's the breaking news. When Mike slept on his friend's couch, he was half naked and stoned. I'm pretty sure he fell asleep and took his shirt off. Yeah. The friend was getting married the same day. Yeah. And I think I I have a lot of guy friends I grew up with. I've never had anything with. Like we sure. literally are friends. And obviously I'm not in check. We talk like happy birthday. Like how is it going? Right. Very occasionally. I would say, and I'm going to judge only because you've never told me about these guys. They're friends. They're not as good of friends as Teresa or Misha are. Oh, no. I'm saying like we talk right. like, oh, it's it's your birthday on Facebook. And I'm like, happy birthday. Oh, great. How is it going? I'm like, great. And that's oh, where, I saw you got married. So congratulations. And you not know? to confuse shows. But again, we're watching Married at First Sight for pleasure. And <laughs> Eric's talking to Virginia saying... Guys and girls can't be friends. And I 100% disagree with this. I think guys and girls can be friends. Mm -hmm. I don't think they can be best friends unless... And I'm not saying you can't be. I'm not prohibiting it. I think they it. can if you're married. Like John and I... I don't like, think... I just don't... Am I not your best friend? Oh, no. Of course, husband and wife should be best friends. I'm saying if there's a girl at work and I'm her best friend. No, that's wrong. That's a little weird. Not yeah. that it's wrong. It's fine. You can totally be platonic. I'm just saying, what do you guys have in common so much that you're best friends over your bros? So I'm kind of with Natalie in the sense that it sounds like Sarah's his best friend, and that's a little strange, maybe. But then remember, Squim Washington has 7,000 people who live in there, True. and if you find someone that's cool out of 7,000 people... Who cares if they're male, female, or otherwise? You're probably going to be like, we're also like connecting. Let's be if friends. If you've been friends for years since you were kids, right? And you yeah. never, you right. never hooked up. There is never anything sexual between the two of you, right? Yeah. Like, I don't see anything that wrong with it. I just think, no, of course I just not. think Mike should have told Natalie before. Like, she should have. He should have been up for him. Like, hey, like. I'm hanging out with Sarah. She's getting married. I might stay at her place because, you know, she cannot be together with the husband before the wedding night. We're going to hang. We might have some drinks. Yeah. He should have yeah. He should have told her. That's it. Honesty that, would solve yeah, a lot of these issues. Yeah, 100%. But do you know what Sarah did that was so bad? That what? crossed the line. This is what Sarah did that crossed the line. 
she she took a shower. She took a shower <laughs> while Mike was there. What a clean lady. We need Sarah to not take a shower. Do not remove any piece of clothing. I want you to sit there, sleep there in your stink. I want you to just bask in your B.O. Shout out to Bojangles. Bask <laughs> in your bow. And maybe that will repel Mike so much. But Natalie was like, you were stoned, half naked, and then Sarah took a shower. How, how, how did she know that Mike was stoned? Maybe he said so. I mean, listen, I'm, you're, I'm so you're, in Washington, you're in Washington. There's 7,000 people in that town. True. Pa- past the joint. Past the joint. True. So for real, though, let us not gloss over the fact she's telling all this to her quote-unquote therapist, right? So she's having this conversation. But this therapist sounds way more like a friend. The way the therapist is reacting, she's like, oh, I they live together this they live together this sounds inappropriate you should ask if they ever date girl girl ask if they ever dated like <laughs> hashtag team natalie right now because well because let's get to the, her let's get to the bottom i know but she's so not objective she's like oh i don't know mm, what huh this sounds a little weird <laughs> like i'm a little suspicious too hashtag cancel mike you know she was she was taking sides she was taking sides but at least she told her, go and talk to Mike, which is yeah, something. I'm glad, glad I paid you $75 an hour to tell me <laughs> yes, to go talk to my fiance. Something she should have done without talking to anyone. Just talk. Yeah, like, yeah. I would hope, and I know we do it, if there is anything that bothers me or anything that bothers you, we talk about it. It doesn't have to do, do anything with you and I. It can just be like, oh, I had a bad day. I'm not going to be grumpy and then let you guess. Don't I'm gonna grumpy, be, stop. Yes, I'm going to be... <laughs> Junie? <laughs> oh, yeah. He was like, don't grumpy stop or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I would be like, hey, like, I had a really bad day. I'm upset. Like, let's open a bottle of wine. I'll tell you about Boom. it. Boom. So glad you just said that. What? Opened a bottle of wine. Because here's the thing. A lot of great conversation. <laughs> like you the scared one that, me. You're like, Boom. <laughs> a lot of great conversation, like the one that's happening right now, happens over a glass. Right, happens, wine. happens over a beverage. So the fact that Natalie doesn't drink, and I still don't understand because her boy Jesus turned water into wine. Yeah, so shout out to Jesus. Shout out to shout out to Big J. I see you. I see you. He turned water into wine. I don't know why you're so against it, but she doesn't drink. <laughs> and if you had a glass, if you sat down at the end of the day and had a glass and said, "Let's talk." Let's have a conversation. Let's see how we feel about this. You would get a lot further than her just screaming obscenities at him while he drank beer by mm-hmm. himself. Oh, totally. Plus, wine is made of... Um, Grapes. Thank you. Come on, you're from the wine country. I know. I, I couldn't think of the word. Natalie doesn't drink wine, but she sure does wine, if you know oh, what I mean. Oh, she does wine. So, okay. Shout wine, out to puns. Wine... <laughs> <laughs> You're so punny. I know. I am. It's a blessing and a curse. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So wine is made of grapes. Yes. Grapes are fruit. Yeah. I'm tracking with you so far. Natalie lost to eat healthy. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Just drink some wine. But Natalie hates to be happy. So that's why she doesn't drink. She actually loves her misery. Loves misery. (laughs) You know, you know. 
the saying, misery loves company. Natalie loves misery. Yes. Yeah. And nobody wants to be in Natalie's company. Exactly. <laughs> so later in the day, Mike and Natalie, they're hanging out in that living room. And Mike is just slowly brushing his cat like Dr. Evil. I was like, like laughing Bigglesworth. so hard. Because did you, did you see the cat's face? Oh, yeah. He was... He was perturbed. He was so ridiculous. Yeah. A little meow. A little, he was a little, not the happiest cat in the world. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, um, commentate right now because Teresa's leaving me hanging because she's pulling up her phone to show me something. <laughs> it is the cat. She pulled out her phone and she screenshot Mike with his Bluetooth and the cat. And the cat's got like a stank eye going. It's like, she's like the grumpy cat. Yeah. It's like grumpy cat. <laughs> no, that cat, that cat's a vibe. That cat's a vibe. <laughs> so, all right, put your phone down. Put your phone down. We're podcasting. Okay. Okay. I'm just showing you the pics. <laughs> so Mike's there just brushing Mr. Bigglesworth. And Natalie brings up showering Sarah, right? The friend who, who's oh, couching Oh, Natalia. And Natalie's like, I want you to be completely honest. I want you to be completely honest. What was going on with you and Sarah? You said you're friends. I don't believe it. And Natalie goes, Michael, you had sex with her. You <laughs> did. She's like, you had you had sex with her. It's true what I'm saying. What are you, Natalie, what are you talking about? What is going on in your mind that you are imagining that Exactly. Michael had sex with somebody that he did not. And now you're just like, it's true. It's true. That she is she is just pure crazy. Yeah. Also, Natalie, Sarah was getting married that day. Don't you think that if, if her husband had any suspicion, well he something, you know You've heard of the term going out with a bang. No, I have not. Going out with a bang? No. Mm. Well, I'm saying maybe they had one last hurrah. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying they didn't have sex. I'm saying Natalie has no reason to believe that they did. There's no evidence that they had but sex. But also, I, I don't understand people who dwell on the past. In the past? Dwell in, I don't know. You're putting me on the spot. You're putting me on the spot. I think. Dwell on the past. Dwell on the past. Right? That's yes. what I said first. On the past. People who dwell on the past. Why? Why are you doing it to yourself to begin with? Why are you doing it to your surroundings? Natalie What's in the past happy. is in the past. And guess what? There's nothing you can do about nothing. it. You can't change it. You can't change it. So you either have to move on or just mo- move on from the past or move on with your life. It's almost like Natalie would be happier if Mike lied to her and mm-hmm. was like, you're right. We yeah. did have like we didn't, but I'm going to lie to you. So you think you're right. Mm-hmm. That would make her happier. But in you some know, way. I feel like. A lot of girls love talking about the past. They, oh, a lot yeah. of girls love bringing you know what up it means? the past. You know what it means? What does it mean? It means you're not happy in the present True. if you're talking about the past. That's why so, she keeps- Sometimes I like thinking about the future because I like looking forward to like vacations and yeah. you know seeing my family and us doing fun things. But I never... I look at the past like, oh, remember our wedding? It was a great day. But, but I don't dwell on exactly. the past. When we talk about the past, it is our past. Yeah. I'm never going back 
to a place before you. No. It's always like, we had so much fun on that trip or our wedding was amazing. Yeah. Natalie, she goes back to the past and says, my ex-husband never made me feel this mm-hmm. way. Right. She's going back that far. Mm-hmm. It means she's not happy with her oh, current situation. Look, look at them. Right. Right. Bringing up your ex-husband. Bringing up your ex-husband, Natalie. Come on. Come on. So this is where out of the blue, Natalie just goes, I'm more beautiful than you. <laughs> and her insults are so random. They're always non sequiturs. It's like they'll be talking about something and then she goes, how high is your IQ? Like it doesn't, it has nothing to do with the conversation. Have you ever been to a museum? It has nothing <laughs> to do with the conversation. Well, it's so weird. She's not the brightest one, even no. though she said her she, IQ is no, she had 100. One, she had her a 120. She had a 120. Yeah, I'm a little above average. But she goes, I'm more beautiful than you. And Mike says, oh, no, you didn't. Your beauty is ugly. Mm-hmm. Your beauty. Come on. This is getting, this is getting ugly. I mean, she she started it. Like Totally. If, she always does. Mike never but starts that is it. That's the thing. If she was joking, like if that was her sense of humor to be like, you know, crossing a little line here and there, but it, it was funny. Okay, but you can see her serious face. She has zero sense of humor. Yeah. So there is no way she's joking ever. And like her saying this to, like I would, I would, if I was her friend and she said it to me, I would be like, girl, we're done. We're yeah, so she done. she doesn't have friends because you see the way she acts. Exactly. Meanwhile, this whole time, Mike's on hold with Capital One in his Bluetooth. He's trying to dispute some fraudulent charges. <laughs> Right? Why is he always wearing this Bluetooth? I mean, I'm, imagine him just listening to on hold music the whole time. Like, there for the three episodes, he's listening to on hold music. Like oh, listening oh, wait, some hold on, common hold, music. They're here. Yep, yep. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Mike. Yep, Mike. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I have a charge on my card. It's, uh, it's, I didn't make this charge. Yeah. What is he doing with like the listening Bluetooth? Listening to, you know, like the sound of a waterfall. He does need to listen to some Zen. Something zen. zen. <laughs> right? So then all of a sudden Mike comes out and just says, I'm not ready to marry you. You're living in the past. Yes. Which she is. And not That's his, what I just said. Not his past, her past with her ex-husband. Any past. Any she past. just lives in the past. Right. So Mike these days, no more sugarcoating. He's just like, I don't love you. I'm not ready to marry you. You're living in the past. Your beauty is ugly. He's one fight away from Bojangles moving back in. Or maybe maybe he's like trying to get on the phone with the airline and trying book to like, her book her a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean it's COVID? Come on, there's got to be one seat. Come on, put her in the middle seat. She doesn't care. So, yeah, it's sad. It's sad. So then, I don't know, not much else happens. The next day, they go for a walk. They want to talk about what's been happening Natalie feels like the communication the night before wasn't great. She doesn't want to be like that for the rest of their life. She wants to fix the issues. And Mike's, Mike's again, not into this idea. She wants to go to therapy. Mike's not into it. And so here comes Natalie blaming everything. It all comes back to the ring. Oh, classic Natalie. I would trust you more if I had the ring. Do you think this is just for the show? Because... At this point, why would you even want to be with him it's if he's be, so be, terrible as you're saying? It's got to be for the show. It's got to mm. be for the show. Come on. I will say, I think 
maybe the first episode we saw the previews and Natalie was like, I'm going home. She was crying. She said, I'm going home. And I don't think we've seen that scene yet. So I think oh, things are going to. She was like getting into a car saying she was going home, right? True. So I think things are going to continue to get worse. Well, we'll see. But I mean, it's getting worse and worse every episode. Um, it's yeah. like escalating. Like, yeah. As, oh, that relationship is just miserable. The worst? Is it the worst? Is it? It's the worst. I think it's. it's I was going to say, is it worse than Andrew and Amira? And it is because Andrew and Amira, we never saw their misery in real life. Yeah, no. It's the worst. <laughs> it's actually the worst. Like, and I have to say, the first time we were introduced to Meg and Natalie in Ukraine, I liked them. Oh. All the way until she started being crazy and threw the ring at him. Can I admit After something? After that, yeah. I was like, there's no way they're going. They're gonna continue because if someone did that to me, we would be so done. Can and I, here can we I are. Can I admit something to you? Yes. And the privacy of this podcast. And did you throw your ring somewhere? No, don't oh. judge me. Don't judge me. It's worse than that. It's worse than that. I maybe used to have like a little crush on Natalie, like the first episode that a we ever crush met. on Natalie. Like a little crush. Like I used to like the way she talked. No, you did not. Yeah, I wasn't like really physically attracted to her, but I was like, she's kind of cute and like the way she talks and yeah. No, she sounds like a freaking idiot. Oh, I hate her now. <laughs> I totally know that I made a mistake in the way I felt. She cannot put a sentence together. I know, I know. Really? Teresa, Teresa, look who I'm married to. What are you talking about? I'm just saying. Not saying you guys have any similarities, but you guys have some sim- some similarities. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, give me one. You're both blonde. Yeah, but I'm naturally blonde. You're both from Europe. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's it. I quickly got over it. it I was, can't believe you. Sa- I can't believe you. I wasn't writing her fan mail. I'm just saying I thought she was interesting and likable. And then I quickly learned she was not. Oh, I can't believe that. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. I can't believe that. She's the worst. We know that now, but you said it. You teed me up. You said, oh, we used to kind of like her. Yeah, so she was like a little dummy and Mike was this tall American. I didn't say I liked her or I was in love with her. I was like, I, oh, like, I used to think she was kind of like I never liked her personality. I think this would always bother me and it kind of escalated. Now I see why. Hmm. Okay. I, I always, and I still like Mike. I'm totally team Mike. I'm not all team Mike. I'm 75% team Mike. Like, I don't think he's putting that much effort into things. But, because, okay. But why would you? I would not. Right. Why would I, I you? I think he almost feels like, okay, she's here and... I have to deal with her and <laughs> right and counting down the days. Hopefully, she's gonna leave after ninety days, and that's it. That's the thing is, he has an out. All of these men do, or women. If you don't get married at the end of ninety days, bye bye. Right, like mm-hmm. so, they have an out. They just have to let the time, let the clock run, and then they're done. So, all right. Let's keep this train Oh, I rolling. can't believe it, but okay. Let's keep this train. I feel like we're being honest. I feel like we're being honest here. All right, let's talk about Jovi and Yara, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Jovi and Yara are heading to the engagement party. Yara's hangry AF because Swamp Jovi didn't bring her something to eat before they went to this party. He brought her a bag of, what did he even bring her? 
I wanted to say crawfish. It's not crawfish. Uh, oh, yeah. Was it crawfish? A boil? They did yeah. a boil. He brought her some seafood. She didn't want to eat it. She wasn't vibing it. So she's in a bad mood. They're heading to this party. They get to the party. Tensions are high already. But at least Jovi had his road soda with him. He doesn't leave home without oh, it. Oh, he does not. He does not leave home without it. always drink. something in his hand. Good. If he's got to go to the bathroom, he can pee in the bottle, you know? It's easy. So they walk in. Legit, this thing could be a wedding reception. Mm-hmm. Except for the way people were dressed. It could be like a Daniel Muhammad wedding reception. Yes. But Jovi was the Jovi and Yara were the nicest dressed ones there. Mm-hmm, for sure. So similar to Daniel. I was Muhammad. laughing. Yara goes like, oh, Jovi, Jovi's mom said it's going to be a small party. I can't believe in America, small means 50 people. <laughs> so it's like she didn't even get upset. She just well, went she straight she- to... Oh, I, I didn't know that this is considered a small party. She liked she liked that she felt loved. Yeah. Mama Gwen put this whole thing together for them. She felt loved, mm-hmm. which is amazing because here you go. You're coming to this country. You're marrying this guy. You could be looked upon as someone who's scamming for a green card. Mm-hmm. But no, here's his parents throwing you this lavish party, mm-hmm. spending money. Inviting friends and family. It was a nice gesture. It mm-hmm. may have not oh, been the one sure. you wanted, but it was a nice gesture. And Yara liked it. She liked the flowers. She liked the cake. Can I say, speaking of all those things? Yeah. So many koozies. I saw it. These people had koozies. They had cup koozies. Like, who was so into koozies that they put koozies on plastic cups? And they cups? also had uh, gift koozies, like Yara and Joey. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this... Hashtag koozie. So there was a wedding cake. That was Mm -hmm. a wedding cake. This thing is a wedding. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest. Koozies. Cakes. But I'm sure pregnant Yara was looking at the cake like, mmm, yes. (laughs) I will say, all that aside, the decorations, a little suspect. It was like a sheer window curtain with Christmas lights hanging behind it. I didn't really pay attention to it. It was. It looked like something Stephanie would wear. Mm. It looked a little suspect. That's <laughs> all I'm gonna say. But, <laughs> but it was nice. So they're there. Mama Gwen gets on that Cajun karaoke mic and she MCs the first dance. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time as husband and wife, Swamp Jovi in the freight train from Ukraine, Jovi <laughs> and Yara. I was surprised they're doing a first dance. Who does a first dance at an engagement party? Well, apparently people in what? Louisiana? Louisiana. In the bayou? In the bayou. In the That's swamp? what I was going for. No, this was a wedding, Theresa. This was a wedding. They were like, this was Mama Gwen's insurance policy. She goes, Well, because worst they didn't case, want to have a wedding. Yeah. She goes, worst case, these two sneak off to Vegas and elope. We had a wedding. Oh, for sure. I feel this is what she was thinking. Exactly. So, so then the scene heard round the world. The first dance, Jovi and Yara, they start dancing and the parents are like off the corner. Oh, my God, this is beautiful. They love each other so much. And Jovi and Yara just cursing at each other. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. Don't touch my ass. Yeah, don't touch my ass. Not in in front of your family. (laughs) I hate you, Jovi. (laughs) And and Mama Gwen's just like, Monty, look how happy they look. It's like, I I can see they are in love. (laughs) So... While they're dancing, Yara's like, I want to tell your parents about the pregnancy. Because unlike Julia, I'm actually pregnant. 
And yeah. I would I would like to tell your parents about this. Joby doesn't want to. I feel like it's a smart move because yes, she is moody. She cannot drink. She cannot just eat everything, you know? No, it's good because you are pregnant. We know you're pregnant. Here you're gonna be alone for a month at mm-hmm. a time, right? Yeah. Tell your in-laws. Oh, tell, for sure. Tell. So they sit down. Jovi and Yara sit down with Gwen and Monty. And they're like, y'all ready for some news? Y'all ready for a little news? Here we go. <laughs> Jovi's like, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, here we go. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. Go I'm for making, it. I'm making a lot it. of weird noises you, tonight. You are. <laughs> Something new you do for for, um, the, for the fans. <laughs> yeah, I guess. We'll see how many we have left after this. So Jovi's like, you going to tell? And she's like, no. He's like, all right. She's pregnant. And this brought tears to my heart. Mama Gwen was so pumped. She was thrilled. Well, first she was like, no, no. And because she didn't want to get she didn't want to get too excited if it was a joke. When she knew for sure. Oh, yeah. She was so happy. So and Monty was he wasn't upset either. Monty was like, all right. All right. I mean, why would you be upset? It's, you better get a bigger bikini. It's your right. son and his fiance. But they're not married yet. True. And maybe you'd say, well, I guess they think they're happy judging by the dance. But you could say, <laughs> you guys aren't rude. You got some issues to work on. But they were thrilled. And it was so good to see. Mm-hmm, I just sure. want to see because we have the love in our family. Mm-hmm. We have the love from our family, from our parents. And... It's kind of rare in these situations. Yeah. So I was happy to see it. Yeah, that was beautiful. So Yara goes, and here we go. Team Yara. Yara Stan all the way. Mm-hmm. She goes, okay, I'm pregnant. Don't tell anyone because I want to have a glass of champagne <laughs> and I don't want people to judge me. Yara's a vibe. Yara is a vibe. Oh, totally. And I think it's okay to have a glass once in a while. Once in a while. Yeah. Once every nine months, maybe. Once every nine months. Teresa's eyes just rolled out of her head. Because I, and again, I'm not pregnant. I've never been pregnant. And I'm sure when I am, I might change my mind about this. So this is just me speaking without having any experience. But I think, you know, if you have a glass of wine, let's say even once a month, you have a little glass of red wine. Mm -hmm. I think it's okay. I personally think you want to do everything you can to protect the baby. I agree. But. Again, that's what I'm saying. Maybe when I'm in that position, sure. I'll be like, oh, like I don't want to. Why wanna... would I want to put toxins yes. into my body? This right is now. just me speaking right now. Sure. <laughs> so everything seems good. Everyone's happy. Until Joby takes off to go smash those drinks with the rest of the Bayou Backstreet Boys. <laughs> He's got to join his boy band. I felt so bad for Yara. Like, he just left her there and wandered around. Yeah, you know who came to the rescue, though? The friends. Klein and Frankie. Mm. Klein and Frankie. Two names I don't trust. Klein and Frankie swoop in, and they're totally trying to spit game on Yara. I like the name Frankie for a girl. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Yeah, I thought you were going to say, like, the name Frankie. For a girl. Like Francis, cool. but you call her Frankie. Klein is a last name. Maybe it is his last name. Like Kelvin Klein? Yeah. But we're also dealing with a guy named Jovi. So I, <laughs> really, like what all name, these names. What name is Jovi? I don't yeah. think I've ever heard the name. Yeah, I don't know what that means. And 
everyone said, oh, you're like, named ba- after- Probably my mom was like, Bayou, Joe V. Sounds about right. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure early on in the season, everyone was like, oh, Jovi's named after Bon Jovi. And he came out and he was like, no, I'm not. Oh, so what I didn't does think that of mean? that. Yeah. Remember my, my, my perfect Louisiana name? Uh, Swamp? Yeah. And I said Swamp Jovi. That's why I said you heard me at the top of this Swamp. segment. I said Swamp Jovi. Swampy. And the freight train from Ukraine. <laughs> Jovi and Yara. I used to be a wedding DJ. I was not a wedding DJ. My cousin was a wedding DJ. Who? Josh. I don't know if you ever I met him. I don't think I have. He probably still is a still is a DJ. But <laughs> when I was in high school, I used to go DJ with him. I would play the music. Uh-huh. And he would do the MCing. But I was so jealous. Like to hype up to hype up a wedding like oh, that. Oh, you love guys. Oh, is give there me a something mic. John loves very yeah. much? It's a mic. For the very first time, put your hands together for it. You know, like that, like to get that power, right? To, like, to arouse. John has to a thing arouse, for microphones. Just to, that's a talent to arouse the crowd like that. To yeah, be I, able to. I can't, I could not do it. To be able to. I would probably start like laughing and being awkward and no. say something that doesn't make any sense. No. Oh, love it. Love it. I feel like you could do it. Pass me that. Cajun karaoke, Mike Gwen. Come on. Going to karaoke with John is basically <laughs> you lose John to the mic. Yeah. Come on. We had a good time in New York City doing karaoke. Yes, the whole, you were all over the place. The whole bar was just I like think- cheating you on. <laughs> I was like sitting at the bar just drinking, watching you. Real talk right now. I know I've admitted a lot, but real talk right now. I think the biggest compliment I've ever gotten in my entire life was at a karaoke bar in New York City when I got finished singing a song and some random came up to me and said, excuse me, yeah, hi, excuse me, do you work here? I remember <laughs> it. And I was like, what? Did I just own the mic that hard that someone thought I was like the MC of this evening? You did. Yes. Those are the days. Those are you the days. You did. Like all my friends like loved you. Because Not I know how to have friends, fun. The whole bar. I know how to have fun. What are you saying? I'm saying there's people like Natalie. True. Right? Who I know not. how to have fun, but people do not like when I sing necessarily. I'll give it to you though. You've come a long way. Your voice has gotten better. <laughs> <laughs> not the most classically trained voice, mm-hmm. but it's okay. It, but you do not shy away from that mic. I when do you, not. When you, <laughs> maybe we should post some video for our friends, but... When you get into a karaoke booth, you give it your all. I do. You don't give a fuck. You I just, do not. You just go. And you're you're tackling hard songs too, <laughs> right? right? You're blessing that mic with uh, Lauren Hill. Yeah, it's killing me softly. <laughs> yeah. It was killing everyone's, everyone it in the booth It was killing softly. everyone slowly. Was <laughs> killing me slowly with her song. Yeah, anyway. Let's I feel like next time on. when COVID's over. I know. Um, Is it should... sad that the first thing I thought of when COVID happened was, oh, those karaoke mics oh, are yeah. going to be gross. Oh, yeah. So gross. Maybe I'll do waterfalls. Don't go chase. Yeah. But I cannot rap. Like, uh, we are the Millers. <laughs> <laughs> when he's in the RV. I love 
the movie. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about that movie before on this podcast. Oh, for sure. Anyway. It's one of my favorite like dumb movies. So many dumb movies. We we watched it so many times so many over dumb, Thanksgiving. So many dumb movies. The only other thing I wanted to say about Yara and Jovi, and this isn't shade. I'm not throwing shade because I saw a photo of Yara a day or two ago, and she was wearing a bikini. I'm sure Monty saw the same photo. She was so fit. Her, she was so tight. She looked good. Mm. But so I'm saying I'm not throwing shade when I say this. In this scene, this episode, she looked pregnant in that dress. Yeah. She had a belly. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm just saying that to say she had a belly. She does not have a belly usually. It looked to me like she was visibly pregnant. In yeah. this scene. So I know you're walking around drinking champagne. You're trying to hide it. But I think we all saw. Mm-hmm. I think we all saw. Especially like I don't think I would pick up on it if we didn't know. Maybe. Because she doesn't have like the real bump just yet. Yeah. But yeah, you could like because we know she is pregnant. Like You could see a bump. A little bump. I saw it. I saw it. All right. Rebecca and Ziad. Rebecca and Grandpa Ziad. Oh. <sighs> That's it. That's it. 83 days to wed, which is crazy because we're really all on different timelines here. Some yeah. people are like 40 days So he's left, only 80. been there for seven days. Look at you. Look at you with your math. Oh, You're much so better than you. <laughs> yeah. You and I'd your math like, and you opening bags at the stores. Uh, you're going to tell everyone my weakness right now? That's your biggest weakness, and it cracks me up because it's ridiculous. I hate it. Well, Guys, tell, tell people then. Tell John, people. If you want to embarrass me, then oh, do it. Oh, this is not embarrassing. Then do it. It's just wild. Guys, John, as smart and, and awesome as he is, he cannot open plastic bags at the store. Not like the ones you put your groceries in at the checkout. Well, you've never tried that. That's true. So I don't even want to go with that. You're talking about the produce bags. Yeah, the produce bag. Every single time I write a list, and there are more than like four, more than like three items he has to put in a plastic bag. <laughs> he like freaks out. You He's said, like, how am I supposed to do this? You know those bags we're talking, like they're like the green bags on the roll by the vegetables. Oh, everyone knows. You have to open them. For some reason... My fingers are as dry as Stephanie's vagina, and I also just cannot open them. That's, that's an excuse. You just don't know how to do it. You've showed me multiple times. <laughs> so last time I went to the supermarket, <laughs> T, T sent me to the supermarket and was like, we just need salad dressing, coffee, creamer, and a cucumber. And I'm like, all right, a cucumber. I can do this. I'm like, I can get a bag. I can get one bag. All right, this, this is not going to be bad. Get in the car, drive to the supermarket. And I arrive, and all of a sudden my phone starts blowing up. She's like, mm, why, while you're there, we also need two sweet potatoes, like three peppers, some broccoli, and garlic. I'm like, oh, that's like five bags. So... So I'm literally starting to panic. I get to the produce section. Guys, I'm completely telling you the truth here. I get it's to, so true, guys. I get to the produce section. I look around. There's like one person there. So I'm like, all right, like let me try. I don't want to embarrass myself in front of 10 people. There's one guy there. So I grab a bag and I'm trying to open it to put the cucumber in. And I cannot 
do it. So I put it down. I get another bag. I'm trying to open it. Literally standing there for five minutes. Can't do it. So I'm like, all right, let me take a lap. I take a lap around the supermarket because I'm so embarrassed. I get back. Still like one or two people there. I'm like, all right, it's fine. Let me go again. Grab a bag. Can't do it. So I go, all right, I'm a a smart guy. Let me figure my way out around this. So I rip a hole in the side of the bag because that's easier. (laughs) I I rip a hole. I don't think you told me to start to this Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I ripped a hole in the side of the bag and I was like, fine, I'm just going to drop the vegetable in there. So I ripped the hole. I dropped the vegetable in there, and I guess the bag was upside down because it fell out the other end of the bag <laughs> and just landed on the supermarket floor. So now I'm like, Oh my god, I cannot take this. <laughs> I'm like, Am I really about to ask somebody at Publix to open these bags for me? So finally, I stood at the roll where the bags come out and. I wish there was video of this because it, it looked like a guy probably, I don't, I don't even know, like using chopsticks for the first time to, to use that as an example. I'm thinking of Natalie's hair, but I was just so slow with my fingers and I was trying to figure out the mechanics of this bag. And I finally found that if you pull it off slowly and tear it at the right angle, the bag opens up on its own. So I nailed it. So I, I, did it but i was there for 45 minutes it was so i was sweating it was embarrassing i almost gave up and left he had so much anxiety when he got home <sighs> that's the worst that's the worst that's your biggest weakness it's hey. it's it's ridiculous so and guys I, he does that at costco too and i ask him to get the costco, bag for a chicken but at costco i figured out the hack at Costco, you rip the bag. I can't open it because my fingers are bone dry. But if I just like touch the chicken a little bit and there's a little condensation and my fingers get wet, the bag will open up. Well, then then you do my technique. That too, but I need a little moisture on my finger. Sure. I'm talking a lot about moisture and lubricant. Yeah, this, I this loop, episode was over. I gotta lube my fingers up a little bit. Yeah. Let's keep it going. Let's talk about Rebecca okay, and Zia. Okay, okay. Let's talk about Rebecca and Zia. Well, All right. But that was that was great. So they're going to meet Rebecca's son, Brandon. This is gonna be this is gonna be Zia's first time meeting him. But tensions are a little high because if you remember the night before, when that hottie Hannah was trying to sweet talk Zied into some super cross that Rebecca's a little, a little upset about that whole well, yeah. interaction. Let me just ask you, how many kids does she have? Because she five. has Brandon. Oh, she has five grandkids. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She has Brandon. Yeah. Then she Tiffany. has Tiffany, but Tiffany has no kids. Mm. Brandon has two kids from what we saw. She must have, uh, you know, three, three or four kids. I don't know. Is it with the ex, though, that lived in that apartment? Definitely not. He apparently no. left her, like, right away. So she's been married twice. Well, she said she had something happened to her in mid-30s and now mm. she cannot have kids. She so had a hysterectomy. Yeah, so yeah, it all had to happen like before. That's a good point. Interesting. Interesting. And she, she lived with a woman too. I don't know if she was married oh, to yeah. a woman. yeah. There's so much stuff that I always forget. Like these little storylines mm-hmm. that so much happens in 90 that, yeah, you forget. You forget Rebecca went the other way. And I don't mean like 90 day the other way. I mean, she went the other way at one point. 
was yeah. the be- it was before the 90 days. Yeah, there's so much you forget about. Anyway, so they're in the car. Rebecca wants to talk about her feelings. And I like this. This is nice to see. Finally, someone wants to be open and honest with their feelings on 90 Day Fiance. She wants to talk about that dinner. She wants to talk about how she felt a little uncomfortable. And I'm here for this. This is good. Mm-hmm. She's teaching Zied about the American ways. How we're forward over here. We're a little we're a little sex mm-hmm. forward over here, right? And like girls don't hold back. We're not gonna we're not gonna hold us girls, we're not gonna hold back. We're gonna if tell you, you what we if want. If you want a guy, you you go for it. If you wanna be my lover. Exactly. So Zied, smart man. Zied is a smart man. Because what did he say when Rebecca brought up Hannah? He said, Hannah's cute, but Rebecca is more cute. <laughs> That's the right answer, Zied. My oh, man. Totally. My man, Zied. Nailed it. Nailed that landing. And he loves Rebecca. That's what he said. So they arrive at Brandon's. And let me tell you, this guy has been to his fair share of Supercross races. This guy's been to a Supercross race mm-hmm. or two. And this killed me. This is where we learn. Rebecca has five grandchildren, mm-hmm. which makes Zied a grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> I love, 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 love that wholesome moment. I love that for Zied. When I love that for Zied. When he said that he loves that he's a grandfather. <laughs> and then he did the Zied laugh for like a minute straight. Like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so, so, so. Brandon's first impressions of Zied is that Zied's awkward, right? He's a little awkward, mm-hmm. but other than that, everyone seems pretty well. Seems like a nice guy. So Zied starts playing baseball with his grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say. It. He's such Zied is such a good grandfather, <laughs> right? So <laughs> I love this for Zied. But then everyone starts asking him if he wants kids of his own, mm-hmm. right? You're so good with your grandkids, Zied. <laughs> Do you want kids of your own? <laughs> but he plays it cool. He plays it cool. He says, I'm fine not having them, which is good because, mm-hmm. as we said, Rebecca had a partial hysterectomy, yeah. so she can't have children. So Zied's killing it. Zied mm-hmm. knows the answers to say, Hannah's cute. Not as cute as Rebecca. Yeah, kids are great, great grandfather, but I don't need any of my. But own. I, I don't, I don't buy it from Zed. I think in he's twenty seven. In ten years, he'll feel like he, he wants to have kids. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I'm so, here. I'm here for it in ten for, years. We are subscribed. We are subscribed to this. So, it's later in the day. Rebecca and Zed they've left Brandon's and they go to grab coffee and some ice cream. Don't you think Zied should have taken his grandchildren to get some ice cream? <laughs> you mean Papa Zied? Yeah, it could be a good pop-pop. Be a good pop-pop. Take your kids, take your grandkids, get them some ice cream. Well, Those are the moments they're going to remember. Those are the things I remember about my grandparents is they took me to get ice cream. You know? Mm-hmm. This is an opportunity for you to bond with your grandkids, Zied. Don't be so selfish. Bring your grandchildren. Get them an ice cream Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay? But they sit down. Rebecca wants to have... The kid talk one more time. He wa- she wants to know, are you sure you don't want to have kids? Are you sure you're okay not having kids? And again, Zied with the answers. He goes, 
sure, I would want children. But more than children, I want you. Mm-hmm. Come on, oh, the good Ziet. Ziet Come is on. killing it. These are great answers, especially for a guy that has a very loose grip on the English language. Mm-hmm. Killing it. No, I like Ziet. I like. I love his personality. He's so jolly. Mm-hmm. Very He's jolly. He's so positive. And for a grandfather, <laughs> he has a lot of energy, which I like. And he smells good. Tell me another grandfather that smells good. My grandpa used to smell very good. Really? But he was like, he had a cologne oh. that he was wearing for years. That was like his, his signature smell. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to achieve. I only use one perfume. Okay. I've, I am feeling what you're saying, mm-hmm. and I agree with that. I want to be able to leave a room. And somebody walk in and go, John was here. You know, I want them to know my scent. <laughs> that, that's what I'm going for. I just haven't found that scent yet. I have. I've auditioned a few. I've yeah. definitely auditioned a handful of scents. This morning when we hugged, you smelled really good. So I got this and you were with me. I got this $10 all natural deodorant. It was expensive, but is that it? Yeah. It smells well, really good. We went to Sprouts mm-hmm. and I needed deodorant. And the deodorant I normally get is at Publix. But Therese is like, well, we're at Sprouts. Maybe they have your deodorant. We looked. They didn't. But, of course, at Sprouts, it's like Whole Foods. They had all natural, like, mm-hmm. vegan deodorant. So I got it. It's charcoal and some other thing. And it smells good. It smells really it, good. It is. I haven't told you this. It is rough as sandpaper. Oh, really? Oh, so it, you're not going to get it again? No, I'm not going to get it again. <laughs> it but used it was $10. Oh, I'm using it. <laughs> first time I used it, I was like, I don't think I can. It's like ripping out my arm as I'm applying it. It smells good. It smells good. I also wear a little cologne. Mm -hmm. Touch of cologne. I think it's the cologne that I I think it's the mix of the two. Mm -hmm. It's a touch of cologne. But I have not found my scent yet. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that. Here's my biggest issue. I smell a lot of people in life. and (laughs) It sounds weird, but keep going. Some people have the scent that I want. Like Mm -hmm. they have the scent I'm going for. They've achieved it. I don't know how to. I don't know how to ask. What are you wearing? Just ask me. I'll ask. But you're not always with me. Mm. Why? Why am I not always with you? Well, the other day I was coming in from the garage. Oh. And I smelled a great cologne. But <laughs> you don't want to approach a guy in the stairwell and say, "Hey, excuse me." Well, I would if I was with you. What scent are you wearing? No, that's great. That's great. That's something to think about. And I will I will do that next time. I have no shame. But also, I have asked one person. It was someone I was comfortable with. I work with them. And I said, oh, I love your cologne. What is that? And they told me. I bought it. Oh, it's actually the one I'm wearing. It's the one I'm wearing now. Huh. But it smells completely different on me than it does on them. Because I That's think true. the soaps you use in the shower, your natural pheromones, everything, it blends in. So it doesn't always smell the same on people. That's very true. Anyways. I think I found my, my perfume. What's your perfume? You know who has a scent? And not to take away from your moment, my mom has a scent. Does she? My mom I has a scent. I don't think she does. Okay. All right. Well, it's not your mom. It's my mom. What's well, your is. mom-in-law? It's your mom-in-law. <laughs> it's my mom-in-law. She's my scent is da- Daisy Sunshine by Marc Jacobs. Are they paying you to say this? 
No, they're not, but they mm. should. Mm. And I've tried a few, and I love Marc Jacobs, but I couldn't find the right one. I've tried the regular Daisy, and it's not fitting me. I know and, the perfume bottle looks like a Daisy. Yeah. Because I see it on the bathroom sink. And I just love the smell. Like, you can wear it in the winter, in the summer, and it's it's not heavy, but it's memorable. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Leaves an impression. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like this is like, I think I found it. This is what I'm just embracing. So I used to have several perfumes. I was like, you know, depends on the day. And now I'm just like going for one. Can I ask a real question? Because I have no idea the answer. You keep saying it all the time. So go for it. How did we start talking about this? Ziad Samoski. Oh. <laughs> wow. Look at you. You're on point tonight. Mm. All right. One more couple. And I think Tariq's got a scent. Like, I think Tariq is a guy that has a cologne. He's used it for 30 years. I think it's it's one of the colognes that's like, oh, like, did you did you get it from your dad? I'm going to say, like, TJ Maxx. Like, it's one of those that are on the rack in oh. TJ Maxx, 1999. It looks expensive. Like, you think it's like uh, Armani, right? Mm. It's Armani Exchange. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's 1999. It's on clearance, but he's been rocking it for oh, 30 yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to that. We all know what we're talking well, about. Well, let's, let's finish Tariq and Hazlu. Let's start and Tariq and Hazlu. We'll start and finish, and then let's tell our friends about this past weekend and what we did. Wow. Okay. I was like, Teresa's not brought it up. I She doesn't want to talk about it in the podcast. You're saving it for the end. So well, the real fans are going to hear about it. I okay. am saving it for the end. I should have probably, fans. we should have begun with it. I was kind of giving you breathing room at the top of the show if you wanted to talk oh, about it. But I should have. Right, well, we'll, well, save it. we'll save it for the end. As you said, this we'll is just going to be for the real fans who yeah. stick with us until it the end. Be. It should be. Not everyone should hear this. It should only be people that stick with us to the True. end. Right. Okay. Ride or dies. All right. Tariq and Hazel, it's not a big segment. There's not much to talk about. Mm-mm. But this is one of those couples, 35 days to wed, right? Where I feel like the last couple, Rebecca and Z- 83, 83 mm-hmm. right? So- we're on different timelines here, but they're home filming themselves, I'm pretty sure. Because they are deep in the pandemic. Deep in that pandemic, right? So they're filming themselves. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I guess not much is going to happen, but they need to start planning their wedding. Mm-hmm. They wanted to wait until lockdown ended, but they can't. I don't think time is running out, yeah. so they need a plan. So they FaceTime Tariq's friend, Angela. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Hazel's confused by this call because it's Tariq and Hazel drinking some wine. Mm-hmm. They get on the FaceTime with Angela. And I think Hazel thought it was an audition to find the third wheel. You think so? Oh, yeah. Because immediately Hazel's like, I'm I'm happy, but I want to be more happy. I'm looking for like a third. I'm looking for another woman to join us. And... You could be that woman. Like, what talents do you have? She came right out and said she's looking for a woman. Well, yeah. I feel like she was just oversharing. Because she was testing the waters. Well, but she... You're an attractive woman. Do you want to be our third wheel? I think she likes Hispanic ladies. Oh, no. She said... She said... Dark. Dark. Angela's dark. She said I thought, I good breath, I think, which I, I we thought can't she tell. said brown, but that's brown. Making okay. It up. All right. But either way, Angela's an attractive woman. Yeah. And Hazel's white wine wasted. Oh, yeah. And she's just, she's just 
going for it. Speaking She's... of white wine wasted, am I right? Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Getting honest. Getting honest on this podcast. But she went for it. And I like that she went for it. Angela thinks Tariq's forcing Hazel into this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But Hazel's like, no, 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 no. It's like me. It's totally me. Remember when she was saying that Tariq used to live above her? Angela said that. Yeah. And then like it was out of control, all his lady friends. Well, one of the girls, I don't know if it was Angela, but one of the girls that came over for the party mm-hmm. was like, oh, yeah, Tariq used to sleep above me. Like, neither, yeah, it was Angela. Yeah. Neither of us got any sleep because mm-hmm. it was loud all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Hazel is telling Angela, no, it's not Tariq. It's me. It's my dream to have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Right? And it- Angela made a good point. She said, maybe you should first focus on each other and get to know each other. Yeah. Before yeah. you loop someone else in. Like, it's not like, oh, you've been an old married couple. You've been married for 15 years and you are bored. Right. Take quarantine. Use this as a gift from God or a <laughs> gift from that crystal. Whatever you believe in. What crystal? Oh, oh, okay. From the ARE. Oh, yeah. Right? Use oh, this, yeah. Use this That was moment. a huge crystal. It was the size of a spaceship, I think he said. It was a huge crystal. <laughs> it's like, look, the beach, a crystal. Who wouldn't <laughs> want to get married here? <laughs> but take that moment. Get to know your partner. It's a gift, mm-hmm. right? I truly believe, and I hope, and I know a lot of people hate what we're going through right now as a country and as a globe. They hate that we have a pandemic. They hate that we're locked down. We all hate it. I don't. I do. I have my moments where I hate it. Well, you know what I hate about it? Like you and I, we are pretty intro. What do you call it? Introversial. Introverted. Introverted. (laughs) But we like being introverted together, right? Right. So we don't need other people. I don't mind being at home, but I hate the idea of like, all right, going somewhere is like, okay, you're going to risk it. You might get sick. You potentially might get someone else sick who can yeah. die. And it's this whole thing. It's like a mind game. It bothers me. But here's the thing. And here's what I appreciate about it. And I know, because I'm, an, I'm a nostalgic type person. I know and I hope other people will look back on this time period, whether it's next year and five years and ten years. And go, wow, we all had a moment where we stayed at home. The only thing we had was each other. Mm -hmm. There was no outside interference. We had no choice. We weren't bothered with PTA meetings if you're a parent at school. We didn't have to go out and have interactions with people we kind of like but don't like but we felt bad Mm -hmm. so we had to spend a night with them having dinner right we were all at home with the ones we love with our family Mm -hmm. period end of sentence and i think we need to appreciate that and i know we would appreciate that we appreciate it i appreciate you of course and being here i can only imagine if we had a child and Look at us, like being able to spend all of our time with our kid, be every weekend, not, I'm going to go to Tommy's house. It's like, no, you're going to be here with us and we're going to watch a movie and we're going to cook dinner and we're going to have a moment and we're going to love each other, right? It was forced upon us, so we didn't like it. Mm -hmm. But in retrospect, we should all appreciate the fact that we got the press pause. 
we got to spend time with the ones we loved, mm-hmm. the ones we chose to be with, our family. And I think it's a special moment. And I think... Minus all the dead people. Of course, but there would be less dead people if more people oh, pressed, totally. if more people pressed pause and stayed home. Oh, for sure. And stayed within their circle, right? For a sure. lot of people are like, COVID's not real. I'm going to go out. Yeah. YOLO. And it's like, yeah, YOLO. You only live once and now you died. Exactly. But Tariq and Hazel should embrace this moment. I want to see them stay home mm-hmm. and crush bottles of wine and get to know each other and not worry about a third person right now. Mm-hmm. Use this time to just one-on-one. Yeah. Right? Because I think, and I've read a few articles, how so many couples broke up during the pandemic because they could not stand right. each other for longer than two or three weeks at it a time. It was a test. It's a, it's a test. Yeah. I it's love it. Like I, I enjoy it. I don't mind it at all. And I don't... The only oh, I love it. Me too. I do. I miss going to concerts. That, yeah, that's my point. Hundred percent. Do I miss being able to go out to a bar and have a drink? Hundred percent. But all that stuff pales in comparison to being able to just sit at home with you and open a bottle of wine and put on a movie. And it's like that's the best. Mm-hmm. And it's made better by the fact that. You're not constantly thinking, what else could we be doing? Because that's what you always do. Tell me this, and I know the answer. Two years ago, mm-hmm. we'd say, Friday night, kind of tired. Should we go out? Should we stay home? Should we go to dinner? Should we cook? And we would decide, well, let's just stay home. Let's open a bottle of wine. Let's watch a movie. And you would go, oh, like, should we have gone out? Like, Are we blowing one night of the weekend by staying home? You would question it. You would, you would go, like, should we go out? Like, come on, it's Friday night. We should go out. Even though we're tired. Even though we know we'd be happy to stay home. Maybe sometimes. Now the answer is answered for us. We're going to stay home because true. that's the right thing to do. That's true. And we can just enjoy it. You know what I miss the most? It's not even bars and, you know, con- yeah, I do miss concerts, obviously. I miss traveling. I oh, miss, yeah. like, we, you and I would love to travel and that's. My favorite thing to do, basically, besides hanging out with you, but you travel with me, so all good. I just miss going on a vacation and just being free. Like I know we can get on the plane, wear a mask, go somewhere, yeah. wear a mask, but that's not it. That's not how I want to enjoy my vacation. You know? I think we're going to enjoy it so much more when we go. Yeah. I, I mean, think, I think we're going to appreciate sure. it so much more. Right. So... There's a little bit of a gift in that too. Well, where I've you never took it all taken for granted. a vacation. I've never taken a vacation for granted. Okay, I wish I could say the same. Because I've, sa- I've sat in Salzburg, Austria, before and gone. I'd rather, I'd rather sit in bed than wake up early and go see something or eat something. Really? Sure. Sure, because when lying. you're no, when you're, I don't buy. I was also super sick in Salzburg. Yes, but so. I don't buy. I feel, like, I feel like you love when we travel. Oh, I love it. So I, love I don't, it. I don't buy it for but a minute. But when I'm minute. there, when I'm there, I am kind of like, well, we're here. We are here for several days. I am tired, so I'm going to go to sleep. As opposed to, we're only here for 
five days. Let me use every second of it. But that's the I want to be comfortable. I want to be comfortable. Well, I comfortable don't want to be forced. Fun. I don't want to be falling asleep while we're touring a museum or something. Very true. But all I'm saying is that I miss traveling and I've never taken any vacations for granted because I know a lot of people who just take their vacation and they sit at home. Yeah. I have never taken a day Staycation. Of to sit at home. Never. I agree. I agree. You should not. You should not take any moment of your life for granted. Exactly. This podcast is getting very philosophical. I don't like it. Let's talk about Andrew and Amir. There's nothing to talk about. There's and nothing to talk about. Andrew is a guy who does not take his vacation for granted. Well, he wasn't even on the show, that's so all let's, not, let's totally that's skip him. But all I'm saying him. is his, his fiance can't even show up, and he's like, well, I'm not going to take this for granted. I'm going to do everything. Massages, ATV rides, boats. Mm-hmm. That guy knows how to vacation. Yeah, but he's, they weren't. he's the worst. He should just get up the show. They weren't. He got highlights, which He got what? He got highlights in his hair. He did? Yeah. Oh, I have to check it out. It's it's something else. Does he look like a tiger? <laughs> like Gare Bear? I don't know what Gare Bear is. You know the, the stuffed animal that was on his bed that was waiting for a mirror? Oh, wh- why is it a Gare Bear? That's the name. He named it Gare, I guess. I don't know. Is I don't a, know. Isn't it called a teddy bear? Well... It's a teddy tiger, first of all. That thing was a tiger, which I know we've all come to the conclusion. This is not breaking news. We've all realized it's a tiger, but he, yeah. Let's not talk about Andrew and Amir. We got the gift of not having them this episode, so we Very don't have true. to talk about them. So I don't know why we are, but that's the end of the podcast. No, no it's oh, not. right. I you can't, promised- I can't believe, I can't believe you forgot <sighs> about Fudge, the baby dog. <laughs> Here we go. Teresa's going to probably start crying now. I, I, I probably will. So, okay. guys, as we mentioned on our previous podcast. And as you saw, if you're following the Instagram. We finally got a dog for a day. We basically, our local shelter has this program called Dog Day Out. So, you can go in and if they have an available, available pup that you can just take out for the day Walk around, you know, give him a fun day, some treats, and... It doesn't have to be a pup. No, I just, I say pup like all dogs. Yeah, all dogs. And we got lucky with this beautiful senior dog who was a little blind, but so sweet. Yeah. His name was Fudge. His name was Fudge. He was, I he would was say he so was... so sweet. He was black lab, but he was a mix. He, he was, was mostly black lab. He was eight years old. Mm-hmm. And the sweetest, sweetest he dog. He was so sweet. And he just loved us. So we took him out. We took him out. Oh, we didn't know how old he was. So we walked like four miles. We took him on a four-mile walk. About three miles in, he just stopped walking. <laughs> oh, fudge. Poor fudge. He was so tired. But we we got him excited. We got him to finish the walk. We got him in the car. As soon as he got in the car to go back, he passed out on Teresa's lap and just started snoring. He was so cute. He's like, and we like <sighs> fell bad for him. So we were sitting in the car with him we for had like until like an four, hour. We had until like four o'clock to return him. And we got in the car at three. Like three. So we're like, well, we could bring him back. We would get there like 3.30. But we loved him so much. We couldn't let him go. So we literally sat in the parked car for a half hour <laughs> As he slept on Teresa's lap. Aww. So we dropped him off. Hard to say goodbye. It was hard to say goodbye. But he had to go back to the shelter. 
hoping he would get adopted. We should say we walked him with like an adopt me leash. Mm -hmm. And people were asking about him. We had a backpack on and said, ask me about my dog. So he was trying to get adopted. Not sure how long he was in the shelter before we took him out. I think the end of January. But we brought him back. He was blind. I mean, you mentioned he was blind, but he walked into like a traffic cone (laughs) on our walk. And then he walked into the door. Then he walked into a door. So we brought him back. We brought him back to the shelter. Fudge, we love you. If you're listening, Fudge, we love you. We brought him. we, We knew him for like three and a half hours, but we love him. We brought him back and we're like. Teresa's showing me a picture of me and Fudge right now. She's trying to get me to crack on the podcast. Brought him back, and we're like, here, we're returning Fudge. And the person at the shelter goes, oh, you know, great. How was he? Blah, blah, blah. We got a call about Fudge, you know, a little while ago. Someone called about Fudge. We're like, oh, it's great. It's great. So we returned him. We drove home. Teresa was trying to convince me that we should adopt Fudge, but... She's showing me other pictures. He's such a good boy. Such mm-hmm. a, but he's got some health issues. He's an old dog with some seeing issues. And listen, we're not in the financial position to take on a dog who probably needs cataract surgery and, and whatnot. We want him to have the best life, and it's probably not going to come from us, although we would give him all the love. But we need a family that can show him financial support and and loving support so we brought him back and she's teresa's just scrolling through photos of fudge right now so i'm sorry if i'm distracted they said someone called for fudge oh and we're like that's great news you know hope there's interest in him dropped him off long story short we went back on the shelter site today clicked on dogs available for Mm -hmm. adoption Fudge is no longer He's up there. He's so, no longer there, so... But that's good. We love... We love that Fudge got adopted. We think it's probably the person that called... Yeah. ...when we had him out. So I like hopefully to see we, that we helped. We helped because they called. They saw his beautiful photo on the website, and they heard he was out with the, with the family walking, and they were like, oh, there's interest in Fudge. We better move quick if we want Fudge. So he got adopted today, which is a beautiful thing. So, oh, he, so was, we love, he was a baby. We love that Fudge is hopefully with his forever home right now. Mm-hmm. He's a beautiful dog. But it's it's a beautiful program they have. And we think they have another program where you can take a dog home for a week. It's like a shorter foster situation. You can take a dog Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. You can take the dog. So I think that's the next move. Mm-hmm. You know, Teresa wants a dog. I eventually want a dog. I think taking Fudge for the day was a great first move. And probably do the foster week for the next move. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like, we want our own dog, but I love helping these other dogs. Yeah, me too. Totally. Like, if we could help a handful of dogs right now versus get our own dog, mm-hmm. like, let's help a handful of dogs. For sure. So, good. That's a good picture of Fudge. That's a good picture. That's a good of picture of you and Fudge. Yeah. So, anyways, thanks for letting us ramble about Fudge. He, oh. You guys heard us talk about us wanting to get a dog for a long time, and we finally got a dog for a day, mm-hmm. and it was everything we could have asked for and more. It was it was great. And it was really hard. Like the sad thing was today we we took him out on Saturday. Now today it's Monday, and both Teresa and I were on the website like checking in on Fudge. Like, is he still there? Yes. Does, you know, she, 
to be honest, we were both questioning, should we adopt him? Mm-hmm. Like, should we take him in? But I think we both knew that wasn't the real solution. So when we checked today and he was no longer available for adoption, we were both thrilled. Mm-hmm. We loved it. A lot of I heart emojis. Family, a lot I of heart the, emojis. Oh, that's true. I hope the family who took him in is, are nice people. I think so. I think so. I, it takes a special person to adopt Fudge, I would say. Because he's such a sweetheart. Yeah. He's clearly he's clearly gonna need some special care, some mm-hmm. special attention. And I think if you are adopting Fudge, then then you have a big heart. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. All right. So that's that's our good deed. That's our good deed section of the podcast. <laughs> because normally it's all trash, but this was beautiful. This was beautiful. All right. All right, so thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for letting us talk about Fudge for a minute. Mm-hmm. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast. If you're not, if you're not, if you like what you're hearing, make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy Love. We posted a picture of us out with Fudge mm-hmm. on Saturday. We posted that at 90 Day Crazy and Love. So if you want to see things like that, follow us on Instagram. And thank you again for the reviews. Thank you, Jerome Shaw, for the beautiful review you left us. Teresa keeps hitting me with these fudge photos. It's very distracting. But if you haven't left a review yet, it would be awesome if you could. Even if you just said, hey, I have a dog. My dog's name is Toby. Yeah, show us your dog. Tell us about your dog in the reviews. We don't care. We just want to communicate with you guys. Mm -hmm. We love that you guys are here for this. We love the support, so thank you. We love that you're listening. We hope you guys are enjoying. That's all I have to say. Do you have anything else? I think unless you want to keep talking about Fudge. No, we'll go We'll go look at some more photos <laughs> off the, off the We air. will. Right. Yeah. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.